When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Bobcat Goldwaite, and uh, I am your guest controller today. Jerry, yes. I'd like to apologize to the ladies who are here for Jeff. Um, but it's me, Bob Scratch Goldthwaite. And now, hear ye, hear ye. Harmontown is now in session. I didn't even know it was possible for you to do it wrong. I didn't. I, I, uh, I, 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 I didn't. <laughs> you are Pavlov's mayor. You were my. I, no, I did. I did mess that up. But um, I stood there for a second, and I was. I was. I was we made was eye like, contact. What am I waiting for? They, they know. The, my name is the show. Anyway, you know. It's right there. <laughs> Cut through some bullshit. Thank I know, you. I, I know the mayor. Who's the mayor? <laughs> I, I like, said oh, Harmon Town, but is it Town? Is that his name? Please welcome Robert Town, the mayor of Harmon. Yeah. I, wrote, I wrote Chinatown, didn't I? Yes, no, yes, no. you did. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, welcome, Bobcat. Thank you for filling in for Jeff. And uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, You'll find comp trolling is as easy as, as falling off a, a log. Well, I'm a little nervous. Now, by the time you got to the G's in your Rolodex... <laughs> Who said no? Or did you go by the first name? It was just Al. Weird Al said no, and then it was Bobcat. No, I swear. I mean, you're a you're a you're a fan favorite to to citizens of the oh, town. Oh, well, that's so nice. I, Thank you. Uh, yeah. I, I don't just, I don't have Robin Williams' number. No, but I'm a, I'm a little bit like a hobo that jumped off a train in Harvard Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't really invited. Tin can for a hat. Or yeah. Like, or you're like the, the, the town drunk that sleeps in the open, the unlocked cell, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. That's uh, so comes and goes as he pleases, you know? Otis! Yeah. Otis yeah his name. Speaking of which, I, I just, I, I gotta shave this beard and, and get a haircut because I just realized today, looking in the mirror, and uh, uh, maybe this is something only you and I will understand. I'm starting to look like Uncle Jesse from a uh, Duke's Hazard. <laughs> right around, uh, man. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm getting. You close. know, it's weird you say this. When I saw you tonight, I thought I thought you looked good. Oh. I really did. I was oh. like, I go, I go. I was a little jealous. I said, I wish I one could grow a head of hair, and also I can't grow hair right here. Like I need a merkin for my sideburns. It's just. It's, oh yeah, well, different people have different problems. Mine, I, 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 what I can't do is something that Spencer can't can do. He get, get, that, get that ZZ Top thing going, where your beard gets longer as time goes. That's where mine Spencer's just kind of galifanacus is out like a cloud. <laughs> 
and it just like like not. I'm flattering myself by that comparison, even because it's just like random hairs will just like send out tendrils, and and then I try to take a beard trimmer, and it just doesn't. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of the whole mess. I got to get off this train, this crazy beard, fat, long hair train. So uh, so next week you're gonna be uh, without beard. I, th- I don't know. I'm not, I, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I, the, the crazy. You play like this weird shell game with your fat face underneath a, a beard. Like I, I don't. I don't I, or or or, a, or, a, or an advent calendar. Like I don't know what's under there. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna get a chocolate coin or uh, you know. Or, or is it, I, I have a feeling I'm gonna look like you know Jerry Mathers when they did the uh, the return to the leave it to the beavers. Um, and I go, is that beaver? I don't. It, yeah. Did he eat beaver? Who is that? I, uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That sounded way dirtier than I wanted. To sound. <laughs> I. Uh, uh, this is interesting. We're touching upon uh, uh, manorexia, uh, body issues with men who are who are overweight. Yeah. I was gonna say chubby, but that was a little too adorable. I, um, I, yeah, like I'm wearing this shirt. I don't husky. need this shirt. We're husky. husky. My mother. Did you ever buy husky pants? No, I was not, I wasn't husky when when at the when uh, I was still shopping with my mom. Yeah, I was, I was a I fat was, kid. I was gangly. I looked like Ralph Macchio at that age. <laughs> well, I actually still shop with my mom. That's why. No, I still look like Ralph Macchio. That's well. My uh, my my mother would take me to get the huskies at Sears. That's what they call the fat pants. Yeah. I don't know if they still have huskies. I don't know. I, th- I think they finally figured out somewhere between the N word and retarded. Like they figured out that husky was bad. <laughs> like that it was part of the problem. Like, I went at a funeral for the word husky. Uh, mother, why am I wearing dog pants? <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> They would say, they, my mother would lose her shit about about an hour into finding pants for her. her you know, I was basically Bobby Hill. You know, this fat right, little boy. Right. She would go, "You're not fat. You're a husky." Right. And then when none of them would fit, she's like, "I'm gonna take you to the tent department." <laughs> Actual quote. What? Oh yeah. No. Jump cut. I'm on stage. <laughs> You know, I mean, that, I think that describes all. Love me, mom. You know, I think. I, where do you get that nutty character from? My mother said I should wear tents. There's two things I wanted to t- talk about with that nutty character. Uh, it, one is like, is it back when you when you when you became famous, your your name was Bobcat Goldthwait. Correct. And you came out and you would go. Uh, which sounds like a little bobcat. Was that? Was there? Oh no, no, no! That wasn't the connection. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, see, uh, uh, this is great to you, finally you have this. Thought, you thought way more about it than I did. Was that just an old nickname, Bobcat? Yeah, Bobcat. I became Bobcat when I was uh, about fifteen. Uh-huh. It's a. I'll try to do a quick version of the story because I, I do get asked that sometimes. The the host of your Jeff stories. Uh, like you don't have. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but this has an end. Uh. <laughs> Um, no, so when I was, uh, I, 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 went, I started doing comedy when I was 15, 16 years old, around that age. Uh, Tom Ketty, who I don't want to name drop, but he's SpongeBob SquarePants. I've known him since I was six. Oh, started, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so we grew up together, Catholic school, started doing comedy at a local open mic night. A very funny comedian, Barry Crimmins, comes in and he announces that he's Bearcat now <laughs> and that we're going to introduce him as Bearcat. And us being sarcastic little pricks both go, oh, that's funny. They call me 
Tomcat. And I'm like, oh, I'm Bobcat. He's like, really? But you killed that night, so it's stuck forever. Well, so yeah, you're, that's you're the, afraid to shake your audience. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, the problem is the punchline is, is they're Barry and Tom, and I'm Bobcat. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, I really gave it to him. I'm 50 now, and I'm Bobcat, you know. But uh, it's easier to stick with Bobcat than to listen to people mangle Goldthwait, you know. Right. I always, because I, I, when, I, when I met you then in the, the, the uh, when I, when I, well, I met, I told the story of when we, Shrab and I met you in Milwaukee, and you were you were still Bobcat Goldthwait, but you were at least that night you were had an ass load of it. You, you were, you, well, you were you were you were talking normal. You weren't doing the character, right. and you also were like inspiringly jaded. Uh, 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 we're, we're, we're not having any of what my hometown was giving you uh, in terms of uh, talk back and, and uh, reception, uh, and, and, uh, and we're saying these really amazing, smart, cynical things. Um, but but and you, I think you were still calling yourself. But you might not have been. I thought my perception was that at one point, if you were famous for being Bobcat Goldthwait, that then if the if if the, if one decade turned into another, then when you meet that person again, you'd expect them to want to be called Bob or Robert or or, or Octavius or something that you. Right. Would, but but I thought that's because you were called Bobcat because the character was. I'm Bobcat Goldthwait. I'm a tiger. And I, I was way off base. That sounded like the guy who was the gatekeeper in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> the wizard's not here! Yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, no, 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 I never gave it that much thought. I was Bobcat, actually, before the persona. Most of my close friends call me Bobcat, but my family doesn't. Like, my daughter, on purpose, will be in a mall and go, Look, that's Bobcat! You know, just to make my skin crawl. And uh, But, yeah, I, I don't think too much about it. I don't want to be, like, you know, a guy, I don't want to be Ricky Schroeder, who I'm now Rick. Right. You know, and people go, Oh, please. You were in Police Academy. Now you want to be taken serious? Right. So, so uh, I don't think too much about it. I'm comfortable with Bobcat. Speaking of which, there's a story that, that Shrab told me that I think you must have told him uh, uh, it's uh, it's kind of it's a uh, it sounds like a sad story but your sad stories are really funny um <laughs> Like you, so it be, you t- cut me off if you either don't want to to tell the story or or start telling it if you if you know what I'm talking about. Robin Williams was going to be in some commercial and and he said to the people shooting the commercial. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So he called me up and he goes, you know they're they're going to make you do the voice. <laughs> well, he said Robin said I'll only do it if like, yeah he if, brought me on board. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he got me he got me money. Right. Basically, Robin's a nice man and got me a nice paycheck and. Took care of my back taxes and uh, and uh, and he said yeah I want Bobcat in it and then he's like you know I'll, I'll only do it if he and they call me up and they go you know you're gonna have to do the voice like he's giving me a heads up you know and being nice and uh, and I said for the amount of money they're paying me I will fuck a Snickers bar <laughs> And when I say that, yeah, and when I say that, people go, how do you fuck a Snickers bar? (laughs) Well, see, I didn't even blink at that. That's how small my dick is. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, that'll just put a small, discreet hole in the Snickers bar. I guess I should have said. You could fill it with more nougat. uh, That was grosser than I wanted it to be. uh, That wasn't a cum joke. Or or you, uh, (laughs) I just, I guess I saw it going up my ass, honestly. (laughs) 
<laughs> so my first thought you know, was I have a pencil okay. jig, and your first thought was you fucking like yeah. putting things up your well, ass. I, I'm more comfortable with the gay part of my. Uh, no, but here's the thing. There's a caveat with the Mars Corporation that I really. Oh, you can't. Oh, you can't. Uh, By the way, that doesn't mean I don't like Snickers. <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe one up my ass would be nice. <laughs> We're suggesting other ways that it satisfies. Did you ever hear that? <laughs> and, the, and, the, and there's got. This is typical me. You know? uh, yeah. all, all the, Here's all some the... money. All right, you gotta give it back. Yeah. They said to me, I, they had, I had a short meeting when uh, the uh, uh, they're going. Now there's this thing where you, if you get involved in a scandal or if you do something that's offensive or outrageous, that they, you know, you could have to give the money back. Oh, Jesus. And I said, well, I can't imagine that something like that ever happening. <laughs> Like, I'm like, clearly these people have no idea who they're dealing with. I'm like, I couldn't imagine anything like that happening. Uh, did you ever hear the, this, this, this L.A. legend about, um, who's the guy that created all the game shows? Griff, Griffith. Merv, Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin. Yeah, Merv Griffin. When, when you hear Merv the, Griffin would, would, you, would fit on this show. He's, uh, he's... When you when you hear the words Merv Griffin and Candy Bar, do you, does anything come into your head that you ever heard? No, no. I, I, for some reason, when I first got to LA, so, someone and, and by I, I'm not gonna, I actually know who the someone is, and it's and it and, 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 and but so I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to I don't I, I don't want uh, anyone calling him for confirmation. And uh, but he pointed at the we were driving down the street. He pointed at this one distinct building. He's like this circular building that's like a house, like a big. Circular circular house on a hill something it's like kind of prominent in, in, uh, in the LA scenery and he said he said you know they say that uh, Merv Griffin lives up there and he and that he eats candy bars out of little boys butts <laughs> I just just asking if you would ever I, I mean it was so random and I was like, like, like I guess that's the secret of her will Legends he be remembered for the hours of enjoyment he supplied America <laughs> on television <laughs> no <laughs> and I was like is that why the house is round so that they can I don't know it's like an arena or they, they, like, but, but, but then I realized if you really wanted to, you know, it should be a, like a triangle, like maximize the corners, you know. Like a, um, and I, 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 I said, like, like that's how that becomes an urban legend because it's it's just interesting. You got to pass it on because it's so specific. Somebody out there tries to make like a believable urban legend, like, hey, did you hear uh, 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 Robert Downey Jr. Uh, uh, did some coke last night? Like, and no one no one spreads it. You know, no one cares. But but you, so you gotta you gotta like do something really specific but with we're something a weird really specific. Culture because like w these these urban lab legends because if you don't address them people just accept them as true like the G Richard Gere thing yeah I mean I really wish Richard Gere uh, would go on a talk show and say look I, I, I never had a hamster in my ass you know? just go look at this face do you really think I'm that bored with pussy yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys should put Gere. a hamster in your ass before Richard Gere does. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, an <laughs> actual... or, or, or are you looking at it the other way though? He'd be bored of pussy sooner. He'd so wear much. it out like a well. Video sometimes game. like rock stars, I think Tom Kenny had this theory that they're like uh, the immortals. Do you right. know what I mean? And they get bored with you know what I mean when you there's hear... that picture of Brando with a wiener in his mouth, like, <laughs> and it's like, and his explanation of it, I think, I think he, I think he said at one point, he's like, yeah, I was just like, because he was at the height of his fucking dominance of everything, and it's like after a while, I'm sure, you know, you get bored. DiCaprio and McGuire probably go like, uh, hey man, you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> We're the only two people we haven't fucked yet. Let's, let's go in the bathroom and, 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 and set a record. It's like, just it's just a numbers game? Yeah, or, or, or just, just like a, an Everest game, you know? It's just uh, like, like, like walking over the frozen bodies of, 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 of every never... supermodel in the world and going like, this is, this is you know, you're, you're not invited. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm so bored of pussy. <laughs> is that Droopy? That's he's Droopy so Dog. Famous. He got yeah. a lot of talent. <laughs> and he eventually like, he finds Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> I only took out enough to win. Yeehaw. I'm not going to do a Yosemite Sam. He was, uh, I say, I say, boy. No, he, he fucked Foghorn Leghorn. I say, I say, boy. So what are you but, doing uh, with that erection? So... <laughs> I, uh, but no, you know what? Never in the rumor mill, Clooney. Clo- yeah! Because he's, uh, I took, we're we, all trying to achieve Clooney. I mean, you know. Yeah, we want him, he's like, like, Cary Grant or whatever. He fits, he's that tarot card that we reserve for one guy that's like, uh. He he's fixed so- a paparazzi's tire. <laughs> Come on, man. It is, uh, you wanna- How can you be that zen, that perfect? Every time he's in the news, it's like, he get tipped a lemonade stand, $100. He, you know what I mean? We're gonna find out when he, you know, something's, uh, he's, he's gotta have, like, a, uh, like a trap door under a carpet in his house, right? There's got to be some I just dudes think, down there or something. No, so man, like, I don't want anything some... bad about Clooney. I want to believe there's I one person does. Yeah, without... Yeah. without um, although the political uh, the right, the conservative uh, groups hate him. But, yeah. Oh, because he's outspoken uh, and yeah, progressive. Yeah. yeah, which is just so insane. You know, all the, the that whole... You know, when I made the movie Goblets America, there'd be a lot of conservative types that would be so angry at the movie and not seeing it or they just needed it for fodder you know I mean it's, it's yeah. not reality you know I didn't say you couldn't make a movie where I don't know who was the Bill O'Reilly type that got yeah. shot in the face in didn't one movie. of the Zucker brothers like make like the world's first conservative comedy <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, it was like why, why, why is all comedy like so liberal and stuff and he made like a a parody of Michael Moore yeah, and it was like yeah he's doing bits in it that are like Zucker brothers bits but they're the joke is that uh, uh, you know 9-11's gonna happen again if we don't uh, stay on our guard <laughs> like ha 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 like why do you think comedy's liberal because we need to fucking relax <laughs> what conservatism doesn't, this but, doesn't lend itself to comedy but, but the other thing is is like uh, Michael Moore has a huge sense of self parody you know it's not like he's not like a guy that doesn't you know who isn't the first one to crack wise about himself it's like we gotta take that clown down a couple notches yeah it's I mean it's never gonna work if you're yeah not not, not coming from that side it's just too much I mean I'm sure there's some there's very funny and certainly there's very smart people who also happen to be politically right-leaning, but just in general, I, well, those two those two things don't traditionally mesh, and I think there's a well, there is like a, a there's the uh, there's just this weird thing like 
when Clint Eastwood went up and talked to the chair, that bit, it wasn't a sign of a guy being crazy. That bit just wasn't written for me. It wasn't written for progressive liberal types. It was like, you know, he was making fun uh, of people that people... I, I didn't see it as a guy who was nuts. I, I just thought, oh, these jokes aren't for me. Right. He knew his audience. He wasn't babbling. He wasn't insane. And it killed there. And, you know... And, it didn't kill there, but... They then. were really mad that he didn't go out there and just go, make my day. They're like, right. you're, you're a conservative. You're just supposed to say your catchphrases. Come on, say hasta la vista, baby. That's what a conservative, you know, you're supposed to say that, uh, I'll be back. You're not supposed to go up there and, and do a, a bit. So uh, I actually defend him. I think he's a very bright man. It's just those jokes weren't for me. Yeah, I, 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 I reckon you're right. I don't know. <laughs> Politics. I, 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 uh, 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 back, back to husky body issues. <laughs> back to me. I saw, I saw, I, I saw a first cut of my uh, uh, documentary, uh, the documentary about Harmontown. And my big takeaway is I had no idea how fat my hands are. Like I, I, I was like the whole time I'm looking at my big fat face with my stupid scraggly beard and my my bags under my eyes and my uh, yeah I knew I was thinning back there and then I don't I, yeah it's weird posture I walk like a trained circus bear I I, 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 I make these weird aloof expressions when I'm actually thinking and feeling a thank you sir and and and, and madam and 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 yet yeah, the look on my face looks like I want people to die. And, uh, like, weird fucking disorders facially and, and I, I mean all of this I knew when I, when I take off my shirt I know I look like Ron Jeremy or, uh, or uh, George the Animal Steel but but, but 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 if he only ever wrestled Twinkies uh, uh, and won every time uh, undefeated um, the, the, but but I never knew because there's all these shots of me typing because I'm a writer and uh, and there's like close-ups of my hands and shots of angles of me with my hands in front of me typing and I have these little Gerber baby hands. <laughs> these little like 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 little doll hands that and like these short fat fingers. I I always thought that 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 from my perspective, I think it's because the fingers disappear into the distance as I'm looking at them. I always pictured that that from your perspective I would look like a like a like a cool wizard when I was typing. I just look like a little little baby hamster like uh, uh, like just, just just poking at the keys with my little baby carrot fingers, and it like, just looks like I'm just filled with vodka, and I'm just like like if you poked one of the ends of my fingers, it'd just be this little like stream and shoot out like a vodka sprinkler, like a surgical glove, and you fill it with uh, yeah. Uh, so, so you didn't realize you had the chubby baby hands? Yeah, I had a little tiny baby hands. I can't remember what I. I think it's the vanity is really funny. Like I'm diagnosed with pre-diabetes. I'm not gonna lose weight. I see myself on something. I'm like man, uh, you're fat, PC. You gotta take a couple LPs off. <laughs> like, I recently <laughs> lost 20 pounds because I saw myself, like, on something. Yeah. I, I, well, I've definitely, yeah, I'm gonna shave the beard and I'm gonna, and I gotta take it easy on the drinking. That but whole documentary is about what a drunk I am. Don't you think the beard slenderizes? Well, it, it's just, it, the, I mean, in the sense that a, a giant shrub slenderizes a big fat <laughs> monster behind it, yeah. <laughs> by making less of it visible. I mean, but you're not really fooling anybody. <laughs> 
it's it's not. I mean, I, I my uh, my wife, the 09, will not allow me to uh, grow a beard. I don't know why. Well, it's probably. I mean, I, I well, don't women generally? I mean, Aaron Aaron likes the beard. I think I finally found her limits and stuff. But uh, I mean, she's the exception. Like a lot of a lot of women, I th- I thought they liked the little baby face. I don't know why she won't let me uh, have facial hair. Mm. Do I sound whipped? No, do do there's a, give give there's a glass ceiling in this country. Give her give her something. <laughs> you can't make as much as me. Yeah, just, so I won't she earned seventy percent of you yeah, that's for the, good. That's you know, right. the same work. You know, that's she was true. sitting there. She she would seventy percent of nothing. She would, have to, <laughs> she would have to pay to be here. Yeah, she'd have to give me some of that water. Yeah. <laughs> So she, that's why she gets uh, uh, me with, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know what the, yeah, but I think her thing is that she has a fear that I, I would be a 50-year-old guy trying to look like I was a hipster. I think yeah, that's Yeah, well, fear. there's that fear, yeah. That's why, that's why I think I'm going to, yeah. I, 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 just, I, 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 uh, I went to a friend's 40th birthday yesterday, and because there was one of those, you know, parties where you, 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 you hire one bartender, and there's like a little tiny bar, and there's like 50 people there, and I was like, this is this isn't going to work for me, so I went to the liquor store down the street and I and I, and I bought a fifth of uh, Kettle One, uh, and uh, and and then I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with it? Because I'm just going to become a second bartender if I put it down. People are going to come up and like start making screwdrivers with it, and I'm going to be going crazy. Um, I can't keep it in my pocket because it's a fifth. They didn't have flash size, so I, I really crossed a threshold. I kept saying this is the second milestone in my biopic, where I I like, long story short, I just took the cap off and was just walking around a party with a fifth of vodka. And at the end of that party, it was empty. Like, it was a milkshake or something. And I was fine, kind of. I mean, I got a huge, huge fight with my girlfriend, so I went and had another drink somewhere else. And it was, like, midnight, and I I, I bought some Del Taco, and I I probably could have killed 11 people. And I... I, I, I watched Inglorious Bastards, or rather, that's what I, was on when I woke up on the sofa, and uh, and then apologized to my girlfriend because I was like lightheaded, and I, I like like I, I drank probably a half a gallon of, of 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 vodka, and it didn't really. I other people will pass out or puke before they die of alcohol poisoning. I'm one of those people that really needs to actually. I gotta be. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta watch watch my shit a little bit. Right. I, now I, you I, weren't I worried puke. about what people were thinking when you're just taking a pole out of this. Bottle. At a uh, party? Well, what are they gonna? What's the worst they could think? I think Dan might drink a lot. I mean, that's <laughs> that ship has sailed on an, on an ocean of something that isn't but, water. But, but if you if you use the straw, you would have looked adorable. <laughs> if you just walked around, like a light up one from Disneyland. Yeah, like it was little, like, Loopy straw, and they go, oh, he's doing one of his bits. Yeah. That guy's always on. I'm going to detox. I'm de- I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, this is a, I, 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 I'm uncharacteristically sober for this show. I'm a little less nervous than the first time I did this show sober. I'm going to see what the effect of a week is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I, don't, I don't like former drinkers and how evangelical and weird and sober yeah. they are. But we had Chris Hardwick on the show. He's been sober for a long time. Right. I think you're probably sober, right? Yeah, people don't know that that about me. Right, because you don't run around because the, I, like the I'm Richard member, Dawson of sobriety. I am a, I'm a member of an anonymous program, so that's why they don't know it. 
Oh, sorry. No, 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 but I, I'll talk about it now. But I mean, uh, yeah, I stopped drinking and all that when I was 19. I'm kind of glad to at this point I mean, it, because it's 30 years, you know. But I don't think it's an achievement when people get sober, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people make it their personality. Yeah, and, that, they, and that's they, as criminal as being drunk and having that be your personality. Exactly. And I just find, I actually find sober people super fucking annoying. <laughs> and I'm sober. Yeah. But I did have a vacation from sobriety because of my bad back. I was on the lot for uh, a little bit and uh, and I was really ner- I, I joke about that but I was terrified of that I really kind of was afraid that this was going to start something oh, and, you were gonna... but the weird part of it was I really couldn't wait to get off of it but yeah. but I was really high on stage and at film festivals and I was going man this is awesome yeah. like I didn't worry about heckers yeah I think I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into weed like I'm not gonna <laughs> well the lot it is heavy I mean that's morphine I was on the shit that killed Lenny Bruce and I'm up on stage and I'm going ask me anything <laughs> you know what do you want to know What's uh, how, like? how heavy is Pluto <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> Real heavy, baby. I was like, no, I would talk about anything. You know, hey, yeah, what's, you know, talk about Sam Kinison and your rival. Or what's it like to bang Nikki Cox? You know, I was just like an open book. <laughs> oh, my God, you banged Nikki Cox. I, well, when you're engaged, that comes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens. It's like, a, it's, it's not like a period uh, no, but that's a, something a, a I always, drama where, where yeah. your marriage is arranged and you had to pretend you had sex. No, but I would, uh, that was always something that just talking about it, I'd be like, you know, recoil if anyone asked but when I'm on the lot and my life was an open book I was just <laughs> I, your audience doesn't uh, appreciate the lot but someday <laughs> oh you've tried it you've had it for surgery yeah it's it's uh it's really weird isn't it it's a little bit like um ejaculating all day <laughs> that's what it was like I mean without the face I mean I wasn't like you know <laughs> That's the only bad thing about a sexy face. I didn't walk around like God. You know, <laughs> he's having a stroke. Someone help Bob Scratch. Billboards up all over the city of you, just like like with glasses on, reading a library book, and it, and it says, "I'm ejaculating right now." Yeah, yeah. Thanks to thanks to Lottie. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, corp, uh, a name. I think it is just a, the general name for this beautiful, a, beautiful the, little pill. Uh, I'm, hold, I'm looking at my Evernote app. Um, uh, okay, more Hollywood gossip. Have you? Have you? <laughs> this this comes to me from from an unnamed source uh, that claims to have two sources, which makes it an urban legend. Do, 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 do Jeremy Piven and, uh, and uh, um, uh, John Cusack really literally have a lot of three ways together? I don't know. Wow. I, um... Dateline Los Angeles. This was just in. No, was, I, um... I thought maybe you knew I, I thought one they of were them. on the outs, actually. I thought Piv and, uh, and Cusack don't hang out anymore. Hmm. That's what I hear. I did a movie. Well, I, I bet I bet double teaming women probably like put, like tests the metal of your friendship. Like uh, you probably you, that candle probably burns brightly and quicker. I, it's being burned at both ends. Burned at both ends. Burned at both ends. Be fungus uh, Bill uh, with the with the with the Grand Slam. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I wasn't doing that to humble you. I was just I, doing I a think callback. that um, you don't want people to call you fu- Be Fungus Bill, do you? Be Fungus okay. Bill. He brought, he brought some beef and had some fungus on it. Don't <laughs> All right. Did it have any hallucinogenic properties? Uh, we, Isn't that how they discovered LSD? It was a fungus? We hallucinated before we found the fungus on it that it was okay to eat a stranger's meat at a show. That <laughs> just brought it in paperbacks. Back to eating stranger's meat. <laughs> I don't believe they had a three-way. Or, I mean, maybe they have. I don't think that's their thing. 
I, John I, is like the urban legend I heard is that they're constantly like like they they, they have sex together, not not with no. each other, but that they that they that if you're having sex with one of them, it's like it's like they're the other guy's there, like and because uh, John has actually entered like Howard Hughes kind of thing, you know. He's he's a little like you know he's making airplanes. He no, he's like. <laughs> You know, he's his daily seaweed wraps and just oh, okay. and, and doesn't. Uh, he's just kind of little. So, yeah, having a do, do, three with Jeremy Piven. I don't think fit into I, that think, I don't think he's really too awesome about germs right now yeah. and and people and uh, he he kind of jettisoned a lot of friends. Like we, I did a movie with him a million years ago called One Crazy Summer. And, yeah, uh, you did. And he was very. Uh, we were pally and everything, but but you know we were recently talking about uh, doing a follow up, like one nutty autumn. Two 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 mildly sane, whatever. No, one crazy summer. How about Dan Harmon kills himself? But... One, one crazy summer was had a different title, and then Savage Steve Holland was so upset when they called it one crazy summer, and he's like, if Warner Brothers was releasing a Woody Allen movie, it'd be one neurotic Jew. <laughs> but uh, so. Uh, 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 we Demi, had a pitch. Demi Moore was in that. Was Curtis Armstrong in that? Curtis, aka Booger. Yeah. yeah, we'd be walking around with Cusack and Demi Moore and uh, and all these people that were recognizable, but no one would recognize anybody except the guy Booger. You yeah, know, Curtis. He'd be like Booger, <laughs> Booger. We were in Massachusetts, and um, <laughs> and uh, so we were talking about a, 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 a one nutty autumn, which would have been. <laughs> Hoops McCann, John Cusack's character, uh, 30 years later or 25 years later, is now running like a Pixar. Like his dream did come true because the end of that he went off and became an animator. Right. And in this movie, uh, we all band together to come and, and try to get his sense of humor back. <laughs> <laughs> Before the release of, 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 a, of a movie based on different kinds of hardware in a drawer or whatever. Or no, we try to talk him out of doing the Raven. Uh. <laughs> um, the uh, whatever happened to Savage Steve? Uh, Savage Steve Holland directs a lot of stuff. He oh, does, does like he uh, ABC Family stuff. Yeah. Oh. Let's talk, let's talk, I mean, well, he was such a. I mean, you know, the, yeah, you know, he did better, better off dead. Was like, you know, it was it, it, better off dead is a better movie than One Crazy Summer. But it, they're both really funny, and he, and he definitely had his own view. But yeah, you know, he was a very, very unique comedic voice at the time. It was. Right. I mean, that was like, like, like Better Off Dead was like the Easy Rider of my like, 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 like when I was like ten or something. I don't know how old I was, but it was like, holy shit, this movie is so fucking different. It's so like, it didn't break the fourth wall. But it did something equally kind of like, like like it was just it had this like mystical realism to it and it was like, like the paper boy that wants his two dollars and he's everywhere I mean, it's like, like it was somewhere between Zucker Brothers and 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 all the corny ass like 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 Brat Pack movies like 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 that are just getting laughs off the fact that you get a boner like it was like it had this wild like like whatever why am I explaining like, Steve to anybody no but it was it was the equivalent of like that Zucker humor but it also had uh, characters that were based in reality, and by the end of the movie, you actually cared about. Which yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, which is weird when you watch a Zucker movie because they'll be really funny jokes, but eventually, I'm like, I don't care about anything. And when I get done, I don't have any idea what these filmmakers are thinking about. And clearly, 
I've noticed that conservative people do very silly comedy because they can't really expose how they really see themselves or the right, world. So a pie fight is something that yeah, like, a Republican they, could because understand. They go, you know? Yeah, because or they'll make a Michael Moore movie that tanks. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I'm bagging on them is um uh, uh whatever because they're kind of dicks. <laughs> Not, I haven't met all of them, but one of them's a real cock. All right. I went in and met with him, and then, and I go, hey, that meeting went well. And he called up my agent and said, that was the worst meeting I've ever had. Why did you send him here? Oh, no. <laughs> who? Like, who? who yeah, good luck with uh, good luck with Scary Movie 5. <laughs> Man, talk about, oh, fuck that. I, we can't even talk okay. about that. It's so sad. The, the, like the, the, the way that like silly comedy started as silly comedy, which was never high art in the first place but how fucking low it got like how it just well it's not comedy it. it's like it's do just, you these are things you know yeah it's, a, it's insanity do you recognize this like it's just literally like a guy will walk on screen and it'll just say I see dead people like that's and just and then just take a bow and walk off and then like it, it was already fucking with us that the Zuckers would go like hey he's turned into jelly back there and they'd cut to the guy and he's made a fucking jelly and then they'd cut back and the guy would you know be normal again but it was like they were still doing gags and they were still stringing it along with a narrative, but it was like it's it just nuts that people would come in and look like 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 like, like I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, get off my lawn, everyone, America. <laughs> Get off well, my got, line. Speaking of getting old, I, 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 I'm going down my Evernote. Let's see what else we got here. I, I, I wrote down hacky dreaming because last night I had this dream. Like, what, I feel like now that I'm 40, my, my serotonin is probably depleting or something, or like so that like the, the dots that like my unconscious mind is able to connect are getting closer together. And so like 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 dreams used to be when I was 25. If I would remember a dream, would be like you're on the you're on the bank of a river, but the river has upside down buildings instead of clouds, and there's a crocodile that goes, hey, let me, sh- let, me, let me show you what's in my wallet. It'll be like a picture of Brooke Shields and then she'll start talking and you go into the picture and then, but, but, the, but the picture's at your grandma's house and you're like explaining the dream and you're like, wow, I'm fucked up. That's awesome. Like, like my brain was on fire. And I, I, just, I, remember, I don't remember a lot about my dream last night but I remember at one point there was a character who wasn't a crocodile and I was in a normal place and the g- character in the dream kept going, hey, can I show you something? Can I show you something? And he had like, he pulled out his wallet and like, he was clearly stalling for time like, 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 and never opened his wallet because my brain like painted itself into a corner <laughs> I, I, I remember being conscious of that in my sleep I was like shit man this used to be a cakewalk <laughs> just just uh, like, uh, just like uh, what's in there a train if a I rabbit had, if, if, if my shame hadn't jarred me awake there probably would have ended up being just a python reference in there or no. something it would have been I like, it would have better if this guy show you something and he has dollars <laughs> and credit cards and his license. He go, and he looks up at you and he goes, you're all out. Like, Dan, you're all out. Yeah, my tree has no budget. It's just like, hey, you want to go get a sandwich? Uh, oh, shit, this place is, what is it? It's cash only. Um, was it was it in color or do you dream in color or? I, I, do, do, I, 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 yes, I guess so. I, 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 I don't know. I've heard that conversation happen before, but I, I would you would notice if it was black and white, right? You'd be conscious of it being. Black I don't and white. know if it's. I think it's more sepia. 
Yeah. I, you know, I mean, like it's not one way or the other. I don't. I, I just. I just. I just. I just remember the experiences, and since my experiences are in color, and since the things that I dream are kind of the same as the things that happen, except except with crocodiles and stuff. But like, like I assume it's in color. But I've had bold dreams that felt like reality, and they were definitely, you know, they popped more. They were more HD than. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it great when you have a really shitty, vivid dream like that, 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 that? Like, like, like it's so. It's one of those dreams. It's like so grounded, and but it's 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 skewing bad. It's not like. I found fifty dollars, and then you wake up and you you kind of you get that fifty dollars smile that slowly fades. I don't have fifty dollars, uh, but but the opposite isn't it great when the opposite happens when it's like 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 you just it's just kind of like ah oh, shit I, I lost a YouTube video contest or something I was uh, everyone saw my dick or something and, 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 you, and then you wake up and you're kind of bummed out about it and I, I, like and you forgive yourself you're like oh well everyone makes mistakes uh, so now everyone knows what my dick looks like now and I'll I'll just uh, I'm just gonna take it a day to take wait a minute no one died. I didn't do that. That's crazy. <laughs> or you, uh, like an unimaginative dream that's not easy. To, I mean, that's super easy to, to figure out. Like, you know, you're just like standing with someone you're crushing on watching a train. <laughs> you go, hmm, I guess I want to fuck her. <laughs> Boring. What did that dream mean about? I don't know. We were eating popsicles. <laughs> Me and Richard Gere. <laughs> We were in a big wheel and it just kept sober for a week, hacky dreaming. Uh, Willow Creek, your movie. I want to. You should get something well, out of this. Could, yeah, you had a screening of this movie, Willow Creek. It's like this Bigfoot uh, kind of horror movie that you made. Yeah. Where the interesting experiment is uh, that you the, there's narrative elements that you shot like a regular movie, but because it's a Bigfoot like like kind of a mythology movie surrounding the Bigfoot myth, you have interviews. As if they're part of the narrative, as if, you know, it'd be one of the... Yeah, well, but, they but are. You, but your interviews are actually people. real interviews with real Bigfoot people who, yeah. who didn't know they were characters in your movie. Well, I, I didn't do that out of being, like, mean. No, I it wasn't like knew, a candid camera of jokes No, I just thought if I explained it to them, it would have made them... You know, it suddenly would have been very hammy, or right. they would have been overthinking. So they didn't need to know that the actors that they were talking to really weren't Jim and Kelly from San Francisco. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I did. I was heavily into the uh, Sasquatch community. I was um, fortunate to have. Uh, how did I tell you when? In order to get to, it's where the Patterson Gimlin footage was shot. So that's the famous Bigfoot. You're in a around. you're in a little deep. Oh, you're you were about to explain it. Sorry, yeah, so I was about to tease you for. A bit. Like, oh, okay. for the Patterson Gimlin. You're a little deep. You, you were inside too long. It's too deep cover it up. Well, uh, no one went, so I thought oh, I better explain. Patterson Gimlin is the, you've seen that footage of Bigfoot turning around and looking behind uh, yeah, okay, behind herself, good. by the way. that uh, it, it has breasts uh-huh. in that one. Uh, I, I do love the Bigfoot guys that found that. Like, they're sewing the Bigfoot and they're going, hey, are those tits? You know what I mean? Like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's six messages from their girlfriends. Like, what are you guys doing? Leave You're watching this. Leave me alone. Look at those cans. <laughs> oh, you want it, Patty. So um, that's why they call it that Bigfoot Patty. So I went to where the site was, which is 11 hours from here. And then we go to this town where you drive another 40 miles. And then you go 17 miles down a dirt road. It takes two and a half hours to get there. And the bottom, then we hike. There's no one around, nothing around, and, and uh, one of the, this this Ranger Robert, who is a, 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 a Sasquatch uh, expert, I, that's the best way to describe him, 
It's about 3 a.m. We've seen mountain lions. We're in the middle of nowhere. This guy is my life. Like, if anything ever happened to us, this is how I'm going to live. And he says, um, so, uh, you know, I'm a writer, too. Uh, and I go, oh, really? What do you write? He goes, well, I write, um, it's, you know, Twilight? And I go, yeah, I know Twilight. So I write... <laughs> like Twilight, but set in the Bigfoot community. I write books for tweens set in the Sasquatch world. And I go, oh, that's good. I guess, uh, I, I know this sounds like I'm setting you up, but this is 100% true. And then he goes, he goes, I have my book Yeti or Not. It's a coming of age tale. I think some of you are calling bullshit on this. Just look it up. You can buy it. Uh, uh, oh, it exists. It's published. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, Jesus. I, you know, so Yeti or not. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so uh, you know, you said something really funny about... about I um, doubt it. Uh, about, no, it is, because I stole it. Uh, now, no, now when I'm uh, doing the Q&A, I explain it, where you, you, you said... We were talking about picked-upon subgroups. Right. And it's, you said it's like... People who love Ren Faire, and then Al Qaeda, and then Bigfoot believers. As far as people who get picked up, or people that people don't understand. Some people are rolling with a couple of Al Qaeda people. Like, yeah. Like, like, as like, a last let's resort. see what he's got to say. Maybe he's got some valid points. I mean, he's not. Yeah, he joined for the health benefits. It's not. Uh, he's the thing is, he's a great drinking buddy. Um, <laughs> all right, the uh, all right, all right. Sober for a week, Hacky Dream in Willow Creek documentary, Baby Hands, Purge, Return of the Archons. That Purge movie looks like it's ripping off the Star Trek original series episode, Return of the Archons. Look it up and cry it from the rooftops. Uh, maybe they give them credit. I don't know. It's like obviously this Purge thing, and I asked somebody what it's about, and their description is the description of this Star Trek original episode. But That's, what I don't know about the original episode is it is that you have X amount of time to go. Kill? Yeah, that's where Stiller's production company Red Hour gets its name from. It's a reference to their like festival. I think I'm getting this right. I mean, I, this is you definitely don't want to. Get Where you get the wrong kill with, for an, one hour? Yeah, I think I think I think I think they purge for an hour. Like like everything, nothing is illegal. You know, you can do anything to anyone. But is you it want. the idea that you're in, that we're all just kind of suppressing this? Yeah, and so because they do this, they're able to be collective and harmonic, like for the rest of. So the, like what the. Um, Oh shoot! The, not the you know the uh, the pretzels the uh, <laughs> Amish do. Oh the well, oh that ra- ra- yeah, ra- yeah a little ra- bit like ra- that ra- ra- Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> Rumspring. Rumspring. Is anyone here on Rumspring tonight? It's worse than a bachelorette party, I'm telling you. It's just one guy with a bunch of dick shaped cups. That is the bane of stand up, is the bachelorette party. Oh, man. It is the worst. Right down front. It won't make you a feminist. It will not. Like, as a stand up, you will not. Your Alan Alda stuff will not come out on stage. If, the, if there's a bachelorette party, but a bachelorette party is not being thrown by feminists. You know, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, it mean, won't, like it does yeah. not bring the woman lover out no. of you. Like, and it's always like dick cups. Yeah. and dick. There's all hats. This, there's all this shit on the table, and they're wearing but, shit on their heads, and they're 
screaming at a frequency that only chimpanzees like like know and don't, and, and, and and associate with tigers. Talk about Chloe. Talk about Chloe. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and then and then and then finally you, you say something like, "Please be quiet." Uh, uh, like America hates you right now, and uh, and 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 so fucking vindictively angry. Like 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 during the show, after the show, I remember like because I w- I would referee for this thing called comedy sports where you stand out there and you like like they was, that was like hosting an improv show and you're at you're getting the suggestions all this stuff and I'm like like, like, like the fucking worst bachelorette parties Ugh. kill me I you know once I just went like I'm not proud that I can shut up hecklers you know and and and, and the crowd hated these women so much and I finally just I kind of they were like you know kick them out shut them up and so I just unleash on them and I truly I really don't when I like see red I really it's just like right <laughs> and I'll, I come out of it because the crowd's cheering <laughs> because You're like Teen Wolf because people He's pulling love, a basketball yeah. <laughs> why, why, why do I have poodle parts and blood and gore all over me it's like but, a scene from that hot new franchise Yeti or not Yeti or not so, <laughs> Where, where Blake like, like don't make, comes two in the Himalayas and it's like did I did I do it all the way with Veronica? Don't make Seth angry. <laughs> so I uh, so I and that's the thing it's like the crowd we're weird I guess that's just all cultures but like people go nuts they really love that yeah because people love other people getting bait up like a, a bar's never empty because they go hey quick two guys are getting along in the parking lot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's watch them get along so I get, I think there's loose change falling back into their pockets because they're, they're they love each other so much. So, much. so I get I I totally I know I just abuse these women to you know shame them and then I come out of it and the crowd's cheering and then I go back into my monologue and then this woman stands up, tears and she goes, I am not a whore. <laughs> Remember that? You know, the, also the the male equivalent, the bachelor party. Even if they're you know at a strip club, they're still not you know they don't have hats with vaginas on it. You know, what I mean that would just be creepy. You would go, hey, there's a table full of dudes with vaginas on their heads. You better call the cops. <laughs> they clearly have bodies in a trunk. You get it? I'm getting married. Here's a vagina straw. Here's a, a vagina ladle. I don't know what you would make out of it. People would just think, like, are you from the, the state that prides itself on its calamari? What do you... Like, like, what, they wouldn't know what it was. Yeah. Like, how do you make a what vagina in a hat form? I don't want to keep, right. keep, right. keep coming up with analogies. No one's... For I'm not vaginas. Make any yeah, I think they've already been done. That's, <laughs> that has been done. By, by, the, by the... Yeah, uh, Jeremy Piven. Um, all right. The, uh, the Kanye up front, who cares? Kanye came out at the Adult Swim up front, and he was surrounded by so much fog. I, I, I have a feeling I didn't actually see Kanye perform. I think he was like some body double. Um, but, uh, uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, well, how about that Downton Abbey? Uh, dog shopping. We went to the dog store. We got our dog coming in six days, so Aaron and I went to the uh, dog Petco today. And... Uh, 
they have these horrible fucking panhandler people that work for all the different dog food companies just roaming the store uh, uh, like shaking you down yeah I mean if, whatever and now I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna shame you here you went and bought a, a yeah, puppy mill dog yeah yeah well it, I mean it's a lady outside San Diego she's you know I'm, I, I, whatever the more I the more I protest the more guilty her I'll sound she's not yeah, a puppy but, mill she, but in the in defense of uh, actually I think it is Petco you know they do have adoption days and things there they're not so bad yeah yeah and I and I was able to out of guilt like give 20 bucks to uh, rescuing dogs just through the purchasing of all of my shit for my my gross bread super dog that I my, brought uh, into the world instead of taking a nice Chinese dog know, whose parents got shot all my cats <laughs> <laughs> and he had a watch all of, all of my cats are rescues but one you know Peeps LaRue actually is from Petsco and she's uh, I know Peeps Peeps is <laughs> Peeps is in the spectrum she like doesn't like to get pet but you can squeeze her yeah. she comes, it's really tough oh, so, you know, they have those vests for anxiety I bet she'd love those maybe I should put Peeps in one but yeah. now she's pretty gordo she's pretty fat she's well like, they're, they're Velcro I mean they're like they're not they're okay not. so they grow with her I got you, I got like if I was on a plane with Peeps I'd have to ask for the extra <laughs> seat <laughs> belt Kevin Smith uh, section <laughs> yeah the, 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 I imagine the Peeps they'd make you pay for another but uh, Squeaky Fromm is my other cat Detective Carla Whiskerson and um, <laughs> who am I forgetting oh the widow Madeline Perman <laughs> No, I know. I, I know. Aaron, Aaron's reminding what the Downton Abbey thing is. Okay, fine. I, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was drunk in New York, and uh, and Shaw. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Gasp. was trying to watch Downton Abbey on a laptop next to me in bed. She, I woke up because she ordered a bagel from. Uh, and let's not get distracted by my pronunciation. <laughs> She, she ordered bagels from uh, from from room service and we, and they smelled. I could smell the sesame. And I woke up and, uh, and and then I was like, I guess I was annoying her. And she was trying to watch Downton Abbey, so I kept on. I kept I kept going like, oh, good day, governor. Oh. Like under my breath, and she and she was trying to listen with earbuds. So she and then she would be like, because I don't usually. I'm not like one of those jokers where I'm like doing shit and then saying like like like, like what what. But I just I was so drunk. I just started f- like 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 it was weird for the first time in our year and a half two year relationship. Whatever it is, who knows. Who knows what color her eyes are? Um, <laughs> for the, for, for the Wait, first time ever, I was, just, I was just being like a fratty douche. Like I was, I just kept on. I was, I was like, like I, I go, I was just like locking eyes. Like, Aaron, I swear to God, I'm not doing that. Like it's just British people talking. What do you? Wh- how can you? What do you? What do you think I'm doing? You think? Uh, and then she put her earbuds back. And she said, "You're being fucking weird." And then I go like, "Oh, Governor Joel, Charlie, go go to sweep the chimney." And she'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I did it for like 20 minutes, and I, I was. I was like, Aaron, I swear to God, I am not, look at me, I love you, I'm not doing that. Like, like, and she's like, I don't understand this bit. I'm like, it, that's because it's not a bit. And she's like, okay, then you're having a stroke. And I was like, if you think that there's something wrong with me because you think that I'm speaking British talk without moving my lips at all, which would be a huge feat, and you should give me a medal. Um, Have you ever gone down so far that you just don't want to bust that it's a joke? Because Well, because she was like so disappointed in me because she's funnier than me oh. a little bit. And so it's like I was like I was like well fuck her then it'll be the longest joke if not the funniest. She, she goes then you then you're having then you have brain damage and I'm like I, if it's if it's the choice between that and that fine and she's like okay then I'm calling nine one one and I'm like I if you really want to call she almost 
And she dialed the nine and the one. I was like, all right, what the fuck? And she was gonna, my joke was so bad, she called the hospital on me. She was gonna have me arrested. She wouldn't, before she would believe it, she was just gonna have me thrown in in jail or, or a hospital. I, uh, I, had, uh, I was moving, so I canceled the service on my TV, but I said, I'm moving in uh, two weeks. Will you cut it off? And uh, I had to explain that I didn't want that service anymore. I, and they get really, you know, they won't let you drop their service. And I said, well, I'm doing an experiment. I'm not watching television for a year, which worked really well. So then we both sit down to watch a program that we were all excited about, and the TV goes... They had turned it off two weeks premature. I don't know if it was aggressive or what. <laughs> Call them up, explain it to them. Uh, they say, uh, and my wife's explaining it to him. Look, uh, he's not moving. He's moving uh, in, in, in two weeks. Uh, can you turn it off then? And she, the guy, the guy goes, I, I need to talk to the the, the homeowner. I was the apartment guy or whatever my title. But so she, she, she <laughs> the Lord, the Lord. <laughs> so she hands me the phone, and I go, I don't know this woman. <laughs> Don't turn off my TV. She does things like this to me all the time. If you know my wife, the anger at that moment... I forgot the part that she was on hold for like 35 minutes and kept getting switched to different departments and she was all ready to kill. And then I go, I don't know who she is. She does this all So you're saying don't turn my TV back on? Yeah, just keep it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you just saw a different freeway rep. You're like, I really like, this will be better than TV. I just looked at her and I said, before you say anything, I need to remember this face because this is the face I'm going to see before I die. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you go down the hole and... Uh, How seriously do you think of your, your wife English might... accent is Mary Poppins. Hello, governor. <laughs> you need your chimney sweeped? Hello, hello, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Do you think your wife might kill you ever? Well, I am going to really flip people out because uh, I am a gun owner. And people go, well, you know that you're not going to stop a burglary. And I'm not, I don't have any delusions that I'm going to. But they go, but the likelihood of someone in your family killing you is very great, which is a true statistic. And I go, look, one way or another, I know that's the last face I'm going to see. <laughs> better, better, better it be an instrument designed to take me out fast. Yeah. <laughs> like a knitting needle. Well, that's sexist. My knitting needle. Uh, hey. hey, men knit. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, my, I'm, Alex Karras used to knit. I'm constantly telling Aaron, but, but I, Do I, you I, think that Aaron's going to kill me. You? I, mean, I, I love her so much, and we get we. But I, I, I have never had more like I, I just I'm, I'm so mean in fights, and she gets so like we're so st- like equally stubborn. We just get these fights that no one else would get into because they just like all it is is just like she'll say she'll imply that I did something wrong, like 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 or imply that I hurt her feelings in some way, and instead of just going like sorry about that, whatever, like 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 which wouldn't even be arguably that altruistic. It would just be a person lazy enough to just not want to fucking. <laughs> I, I always go like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? Shut up! You 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 did something worse on Wednesday. <laughs> and, and she and then uh, and then inst- and instead of her going like, I'm, I I go out with a dipshit. Or like, He's a fucking baby. I, I I'll never get this 48 minutes of my life back if I go down this road. She goes like, no, Wednesday was a different thing. I'm fucking. And we just fucking start. And it's just it's 
just we're 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 awful. And I, I, but I I can't live without her. So I know I'm gonna you know um, uh, you're not supposed to say I'm gonna marry somebody until you whatever. But 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 I'm saying I know that you know I'm gonna you know she's she's the one for me. But I th- I th- think that means I'm going to die by murder. Gonna... That was that was the sweetest story about homicide. <laughs> I'm actually touched, and you're trying to explain that. I'm saying that <laughs> your future. If I thought it was possible to dump Aaron, oh. I, I, maybe the prostate cancer would be a more a higher candidate for for my death. I, yeah, we're we're just an episode of Snapped waiting to happen. <laughs> I don't know. If your audience isn't a big oxygen uh, audience. But Snapped is a show where it's only about a woman yeah. that kills a guy, their yeah. spouse. And it's like it's kind of like black exploitation movies. It's like, wait, who made this and who is it for and, I, and what? I who love, am I rooting for? I love that show because it's <laughs> clean storytelling. They meet, something goes wrong. Yeah, bitch gets a knife. <laughs> That's really what they should call that show. Bitch gets a knife because it always starts off. They met in high school. They were the perfect couple. Yeah. Like, oh, this is gonna. Be good. Yeah, and then they go. When we return to Snapped, Kira snaps, and then they go to dog food commercial. Maybe I should just edit that together. (laughs) That that part. Steven Sodenberg was making a speech recently, and he talked about how he was really disheartened. He was on a flight, and he looked over. And uh, he saw a guy who had edited all the action scenes out of big, big movies together. And he was just watching that. It was just. It was just CGI porn. You know, he was just watching action porn. Like, he'd cut the story out and just got right to the car chase, as people say. Cut to the car chase. He did. Right. And, and, and did you see this speech? Cause Steve no, I keep hearing there. about it. Well, it's like, you know, he's this guy that I always, like, really look up to. And, 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 and you know, and, and he basically made the speech where he's, like, quitting. <laughs> just, like, saying it's not worth it. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a losing battle. I, I got to... I got a teacup. Uh, it's a big boat. Uh, there's a lot of holes. <laughs> this is like this is my hero, and he's like very eloquently explains why it's not worth it uh, uh, to make movies and tell stories. And I was like, really. I keep hearing about out. the speech. I never really connected the dots of his name, what he's done. I'm sure I'd be. I, I oh, turn so out many movies. His last. He's always just been the guy whose last name makes me thirsty. But there's so many movies. Like you know, he's just like he does so many art pictures, and then he does big box office. And I thought, well, here's a guy who found the balance you know he does yeah. the Ocean's Eleven but at the same time you know he, he does the Che movie or he does mm-hmm. you know he's a fascinating guy you know he started doing sex lies and videotape he's made a million movies some that are huge but he can't he can't justify the, the carbon print making movies <laughs> and I'm like you should go make a movie with me because there is no carbon footprint there is it's a total it's a, you're, you're world's first green director yeah I am very green <laughs> <laughs> as a director, you will leave only footprints. As long as the four guys that it took to film this movie recycle, we're ahead. <laughs> oh, he jo- oh Soderbergh. Aaron, Aaron is now so she's, she she controls from from through text messages. She, she uh, he uh, he directed the Liberace movie. Did you see that? Yeah, and that was why he kind of. I think he's just. Kinda, he's already no, because After you made Michael Douglas like make out with Matt Damon, you're kind of like like also just, what else? What's am I left? Do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Neil Armstrong of, of directors. No, but he, uh, I think he was frustrated that he couldn't get that movie. 
you know, I guess he saw it as a. I could be a he way couldn't, off. He base. couldn't get it made in 3D. That was his big. <laughs> exactly. Coming at you. He wanted the IMAX money, and he I couldn't. once, I once, uh, you know, I saw the writing on the wall with Liberace. I didn't see that he was going to be around too much longer. Uh, big. You you suspected me? I did. I did. <laughs> so we were making a police academy, and um, I was in Canada, and I suggested to the producer that I said, "Hey, you know these bad guys were we're, we're catching at the end of the movie." What if we establish them at the very early scenes? Because there's a scene right now at the beginning with these guys breaking the law. What if they're the same guys? You know, I was suggesting a story. And I got berated. Like, I've been in the business for 35 years, blah, blah, blah. You know, I got chewed out hard. So I went to the airport, flew to New York City, and bought Liberace tickets in the middle of the production. <laughs> so they're trying to give me my call for the next morning and they're freaking out. They go and they finally get Tim Kazaritsky and they go, "Where is he?" And they go, "Oh, he went to New York." Nobody gave him permission to go to New York. What is he doing? He said he was going to see Liberace. <laughs> and I did. And I went and I saw him. It was an amazing show. And I bought tons of Liberace. Uh, like, he had everything you'd want. Like, soap on the rope. Seriously, not, not even winking. Like, Liberace soap on the rope. And, and, I, and I just came back. I was 40 minutes late to call. And I just handed out all these Liberace <laughs> gifts to the crew that had been waiting around. All right. That's, that, 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 that concludes the, uh, uh, the uh, discussion portion of the meeting. We have to move on to the, your favorite part, the Dungeons and Dragons portion. Let's bring up uh, Spencer Crittenden, our Dungeon Master. Wow, that went fast. Yeah, it does. And look what time it is. Uh-oh. Jeff Davis would love that. Uh-oh. Jeff Davis is one of those guys that insists that, that, it's, that it's uncanny how many times he sees 9-11 on a clock. I, I, I am a I am a I am a dyed in the wool skeptic about this this idea. This idea you just that notice that you don't notice nine thirteen. You notice nine eleven. Jeff thinks that he sees nine eleven on a clock and on a watch, an inordinate. Does he feel like he's going to stop it from happening again? I, I, is it like Mothman? But yeah, I, 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 he, he just stops there. He just did likes he, to have a little magic. How did in his he feel life. about the bombing in Benghazi? Did he see that coming? <laughs> it's you not, think no about numbers. it all the time. <laughs> oh, hello. They have to give it a number. Hello, Spencer. How are you? Great. How are you? You rolled in tonight at like, uh, uh, like, 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 right on the nugget. Like we were, <laughs> we were concerned, not about you. Yeah. <laughs> I said not, and then stammered, and then said about you. I think, I think before we go forward, I feel that you guys need to talk about something. <laughs> I, think, oh, <laughs> I think there's something going on, and let's just get it out. And. Spence? Yeah, I mean, okay, you were talking about, like, fat, long-haired beard guys and how that look wasn't for you, like, earlier on in the show. What's that all about? What's wrong with that look? Me? No, no, Dan. I want that look. Yeah, Dan's trying to get away from it. I'm abandoning it. You're 20... 12? What are you? I am 2012. You're so 2008. I'm so 2000 and late. Uh... The, the, I, was, I mean, you're, you don't have crow's feet. You don't have, like, gray hairs coming out of your nose. You can, you, can, you can pull off the mountain man look and be an actual mountain man. I look like a troll in the mountain that, 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 that your people would sacrifice a virgin to just to keep it raining on time. That was exactly what I was fishing for. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, good, because I thought I was starting another of my classic fights. Uh, why couldn't I just say I'm sorry? <laughs> it's, it's so, why do you insist on being right? I don't, if I, you know. You want to be happy or you want to be right? <laughs> There's two lines. Well, but that's a, that's a case where, where, where me being right made him happier, right? Like, right, but I mean, like, sometimes she'll concede and you go, huh, I'm right, but that person's just being an idiot right now and that's human. You think I should have let Spencer be an, an idiot? Well, I'm not implying he's an idiot. I'm talking about you your fights. you guys need to talk? No. <laughs> Spencer and I are good. <laughs> well, I'm not sure I like how you've been undercutting me. Who, me? I'm just stirring up conflict. I, I, which makes the show interesting, but I've got a little acid going down in my throat right now. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he definitely, yeah, physically, like, he looks like he could pop and like like take off your arm that's what you mean right no no not at all oh. I, I honestly when i look at him i, I never thought threatening even though he is a, a bob says man. he thinks he can kick your ass <laughs> 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 all right let's also bring out our our, our campaign co- co-players kumail nanjiani and aaron mcgathy <laughs> Hello. I'm sorry if we were long-winded. You guys were probably waiting to come out. No, Have you no, ever no, been right. to this show? <laughs> <laughs> it's right this is the show. It was awesome. I always target like 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 nine-ish uh, for to start playing D and D, but but what? But I saw the show a bunch, and I think I think as soon as I get in Jeff's seat, I'm gonna shape this thing up. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna make this commercial, <laughs> like your movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's a compliment. Yeah, I am. It These really people, is. Clearly, they're not familiar with my movies. They make hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Actual hundreds. They're awesome movies, but you know. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I don't make them for everybody. I make them for 50-year-old dudes who were in police academy. <laughs> this really is the get off my lawn show. I'm, uh, we may have to have, Dan and I may have to have our own show called get yeah. off my lawn. We'll just have a giant inflatable cane and we'll just shake it at like, different about things. How, oh, I gotta pee four times a night. <laughs> Aaron, was, Aaron was noticing the, the hair's coming out of my nostrils uh, on the way over here. Just the, one. You tried to tuck it in and realized that it was actually yeah. coming out so and, 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 and then you said something like, like, like oh, I can't take it or something. I I was like, oh man, what if she really can't take it? She's 12 years younger than me. She's going to no. see so much worse. No, 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 no. It, it wasn't that I can't take that you have hair growing out of your nose. I don't know. I guess maybe it is. Maybe <laughs> 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 not what I think about it. No, it's um, not a cute look. No. I mean, I can clear. There's. The, no, it, it I, can have, be I have cut. friends. I, mean, I have friends who are 27, 28 who have uh, nose clippers. Yeah. So. But I, I, Shrab got one of those, and he, you know, did that thing where you put it up there and you do all that, and he said that that's like it makes it real sharp. Yeah, and itchy. It's like having five o'clock shadow in your nose, and then <laughs> also he's convinced that it just that, that. And I don't know if this is a myth, but, but no, guys believe it, it that, that the it hair gets, when you shave hair that it starts but it's not back. talking to the follicle the end of the hair that you're cutting off is not it's dead it's not talking to the follicle to be like hey I we're t- out talk to it more. a little bit I talk to it a little bit how does it talk to it a little bit there are there are plants in the Amazon that look exactly like the snake whose venom they cure what <laughs> wait did you just have a stroke <laughs> I am uh, there are there, I don't 
but there I mean, are there are no, plants. I can't call bullshit on that. That's just too weird. There are you just pulled that out of your ass. There are like, plants yeah, in right. the Amazon that are shaped like 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 they look like the species of snake. Like the leaf has like little things coming off of it, and the, and the pattern on the leaf like makes it look like the snake that that the leaf's juice cures the venom of. It's a prepositional nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, that's what. That's actually what the paper that was written on it said. There's going to be a lot of fucking prepositions in this. Just, uh, just, just, just assume magic's real. Wait, so <laughs> the human eyes so, really so, complicated. So do people not use it to get over a snake bite? They go, ha, ah, that's that snake that bit me. Yeah. And they go, ironically, that would actually cure you. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I remember I found the plant. The people used to use the plant to get over the snake bite. So the plant very recently started going. Yeah. Ah, maybe I'm the snake. Yeah, so, you know <laughs> that's what? what scares you so much you that killed, you keep uprooting me. You killed my entire family <laughs> for your selfish means. Oh, I don't want to die. Really for the snake bite. mutation. Maybe we're just here on this planet. For I was, that all, I was, all I'm saying is, like, I'm not an intelligent design person. I'm just, but I, but I'm also not a geneticist. And we keep finding out new things about how genes are stimulated and talk to each other and like, like, like what happens. I, I, I think it's possible. I just mean physically. If you just think of one hair, but it's what if, dead. But what if the follicle? So you, you're you, saying your nose hairs, out of spite, are growing longer? That's what he said. No, I think there was. They could be. They could be. I'm way out of my league. He's here. saying it's out of spite. This is, this no, is it's like, not out of spite. It's out of protection. They're that, going. Oh, this guy lives in an environment that depletes nose hair. That's he needs that, more. That's something that's, that mothers mothers tell their daughters when they're like nine, ten, and really want to shave their legs. Doing women have this. Yeah, they warn you. What's yeah. They're like, well, honey, I would let you start shaving your legs, but it's going to start growing back like a black, gnarled bush if you start... Uh, I figured out how it could make sense scientifically, is that if you if you cut the hair on your nose and then now more dust is going in, then there's some signal like, oh, too much dust, grow my, more hair. Maybe. I'm, I'm going to end this argument right now. <laughs> by, by, with that? <laughs> I, just walked away. I shaved my head. <laughs> there you go. By this theory, I should look like Dan. Uh, I, speaking of, everybody uh, got sad over there. <laughs> yeah, I, they don't know. They're, they're, well, they're twenty-five, so when they're thirty-five, they'll start to laugh at, at, at baldness, right? Job. Yeah, it's like they're like, oh man. Yeah, I. Found, what does he do at night? I found. <laughs> Like a month ago, I found a uh, gray pubic hair, and I literally where on my pubes. Oh. But it was your body. It, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wasn't. You're at a bus stop and you uh, looked yeah. under the bench. And I thought like yeah. found it like in a hamper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was having sex with a, with a grandmother, and I was like, oh yeah. my god. Everybody likes to pull some steel wool. <laughs> When I find out my fans are old, it really bummed me out. Is it true? Is a bunch true? of age-appropriate women were flirting with me one night, and I wanted to drink. I was like, oh, my God, I could pull so much steel wool. These saber-toothed tigers are really trying to fuck me. Is it true that Jeremy Piven and uh, um, Richard Gere only fuck old women with candy bars? I was trying to Wait, bring it up. you know, gerbils. I actually was at a show, and this woman, she, uh, my brother had just died, and she said, uh, I heard your brother died. I go, yeah. She says, I have cancer. Do you want me to say hi to him? Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, she was flirting. <laughs> well, she and my wife her. was like, was she really coming on to you with the, pulling the cancer card? I was like, she was super hot. She was really thin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Was she hot? Uh, no, no. She definitely, though, if you looked at her, she definitely had a cancer vibe. Yeah. I would give anything to follow that woman for a day and see all of the inappropriate jokes that she makes. Or maybe that's Can I cut in front of you in line? My kids are about to bury me. Yeah. At Starbucks, she's like, my name's Cancer. I mean, Amy. But, but put cancer right on the cancer. cup because, yeah, I, I'm more cancer than person at this yeah. point. So like, just write yeah. cancer Just on now the... I started feeling bad that I told that story, but then I realized it happened two years ago, so there's no oh. way she... Your brother in heaven now. <laughs> no, my brother. My brother is this crazy biker guy who I don't think she would punch. You know, he used to hunt from his house. It's gonna get too. It'll take too long to explain this. We should just. We'll put an asterisk there and come back. Are you talking about the ironically but reciprocally nicknamed Kitten Goldthwaite? No, my my older brother. <laughs> I spoke at his funeral. He used to. He was a poacher. Like when he died, he's he lived in Central New York, so he's a, a game poacher. Um, like the I game. I thought that was only a cartoon villain occupation. No, 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 no. no the, the warden, his kids would tell me the game warden used to come in the house and, and bust open the lock on his freezer. Wow, he be, was like his Joker. <laughs> he had like the, the actual game warden. He would have to run out the back door. The stories with him just go on and on. We're oh not going to start. Do you know he, if your brother ever watched Captain Planet? No. No. He was a biker guy. Right, right, right. Older than Bob. Biker hunter, because he. Okay, I'll quickly tell a fast story. My brother. He, he had this house and he was living with his family at the time, these kids, and I was worried that he, he didn't, this house did, needed new windows and installation, uh, installation. so I, I gave him some money for it and then I drove out to make sure he spent it on it. And, um, and he did, lo and behold, have new windows in the house. He lived, it was in the middle of nowhere. And I went up and in the bathroom I saw that one of the windows were broke. And, uh, and uh, well, first, first there's corn in the front yard and in the backyard and just no rows, it's just growing up, it's like psycho corn. <laughs> And, um, and my, my friend Tony goes, uh, he's with me, he goes, what's the deal with all the corn? He goes, oh, you know, it's for the deer. And um, Tony goes, oh, you help them through the winter? And he goes, no, I'm going to blast them. So is there like blood on the corn? No, that's a good title for his autobiography, his bio. The Bobcat's so, brother. So, so I go up to the bathroom and the window's broke. And I go, what happened to this window? It's brand new. And he goes, yeah, I had a problem with recoil. So my brother was shooting deer on the toilet. <laughs> And that's not a makeup story. Just like one-handed. You know, so I use like my phone on the toilet. No, he would that's, shoot. That's extra crazy when you can a rifle. That, that rare euphemism for taking a shit, uh, shoot, shooting deer. No, <laughs> is that really? What? No. I'm pretty. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna shoot some deer. I'm gonna shoot some deer. I gotta go shoot uh, deer. I thought I was gonna shoot. I just had a. I just had a fawn. I really thought yeah. I was gonna shoot more oh, deer. Yeah. I need more my, roughage. I just my, shot a fawn. My my brother. I just shoot. <laughs> Want to go hunting? Meet me in the kitchen. My brother, so we're leaving, and, Tony, and my, my friend Tony goes, he sees this woodchuck, and he goes, what is that? That's a woodchuck? And my brother goes, yeah. And then we're driving down the driveway, and we just say, kaboom! And Tony's like, I fingered that woodchuck? I go, yeah. Yeah, that woodchuck's dead. 
Because you pointed it out. Yeah, you squealed on that woodchuck. That woodchuck would have had a long life, but you pointed him out to my brother. And when he died, the priest at the funeral was like, Tommy loved the outdoors and he loved animals. And then I went on after the priest in in church, which is weird. uh, And I go, uh, uh, my brother, uh, he loved to kill animals, Father. He loved to do it indoors, mostly. There's a lot of deer out in the woods going, whew. <laughs> wow. All right. All Did right. you think I came from normal stock? <laughs> I always I would have pictured that your your brother of yours would have like a cardigan and have like a, a den and three kids that he never hit, you know. No. <laughs> uh, he would always bring over bikers and, and my mother would be like, you can't wear that Harley's the best fuck the rest t-shirt in my house. So they would wear their shirts inside out and be like, this is low life. You met little shit. This is big shit. This is beaver. These would be all of his friends. Little shit and big shit? Yeah, they both shits were there. Are they, are they brothers? Oh, when my brother are died. Are they related? Well, no, but when my brother died, I didn't know how to find these guys. I go, I don't know who beaver really is. What What's his name? It'd be funny if you looked in the book and it was just beaver, beaver. little shit, big, big shit. <laughs> shit, comma, little shit. The shit. Yeah, shit, There's comma. like three of them and you have to call it. Like, from, are, you the, are, you, uh, are you the shit? Are you from the Hampton shits? Yeah. <laughs> and one's just Jason shit. Uh, a family of all deer that have been dropped. Uh, <laughs> or shot, sorry. You don't drop deers, you shoot them. All right. Uh, All right, Spencer, go. <laughs> when we last met. Do we have do we have D D music? All right. Should we should I should pant the character sheets go? <laughs> yeah, I should. Cause Holy shit! I, I uh, got a plus can... one versus uh, pussy. See, seeing that I'm Jeff, please give me that character sheet. I don't know what. Where where did Jeff leave off? Uh, uh, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, you'll he'll, recap he'll, he'll it for recap, us. But... Go go ahead, Spencer. You can recap it. I'm about to. (laughs) Last time on Harmontown, our party had been defeated by a squad of blade-armed shadows. Choked to unconsciousness by acrid, shadowy smoke and lacerated by many bladed limbs, the gang was unconsciously dragged off into the darkness beyond the Ebon Gate. Our gang awoke, hurting and exhausted. This is kind of funky. I dig it, though. In the middle of a massive circular ring, crowds of shadows were in attendance, watching the center of the ring. Our heroes quickly discovered they were chained together and anchored to a wall and also guarded by a group of shadow men. Their situation seemed hopeless. They stared intently at a large, breffy-like man who was forced to fight his own shadow. Trying to burst their chains, the group could only struggle in vain as they watched the shadow tear breffy to limb from limb. The shadow, triumphantly... There's so many shadows. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Triumphantly took to the stands, and the shadow men guarding our heroes dragged them towards the center ring. They were met by familiar faces. It was their own shadows. Combat is now. Fighting is happening. Battle is... Current. Wow, you kind of synced up as much as possible, even when there's some weird public domain. Uh... Yeah, fuck music. Yeah. 
you, you, your, your dungeon master recap still comes in at, uh, at, a, at a punctuated time. Did you see I got my special D&D gold microphone? I'm like the asshole at the bar who brings his own like cue stick, you know? He <laughs> <laughs> had to switch it out. Uh, visual jokes work great on podcasts. That mic is Thank so you. much better. <laughs> Could you just leave it on? It's fairly standard to just leave it on. <laughs> He's tried to point He's two men. <laughs> all right, so we're all unchained and we're all facing shadow versions of ourselves. Yeah, the, you guys faced off. Uh, Moran, you were piloted by, was it Denise? Yeah, Denise. Denise. Yeah. Well, you were piloted by Denise and you fired off yeah, some Denise arrows. And you hit one of, one, of the, one of the shadows with your arrows and then they fired arrows and then it was fighting time. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Denise. Hey, what, what time is it? Fighting time. No, no. I wasn't trying to whoop up the it's, crowd. Uh, it's, is it night or day? Who, who let the dogs out? Uh, fighting. fighting time. Let's <laughs> get ready to run. I need to it's, know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, like, the, it's, it's the shadowy kind of purgatory-like realm where it's always gray and black. It, it would be more like nighttime, but at the same time, there's kind of like a... No, nah, it's just dark. It's fighting dark. time. But if it's dark, how can we see shadows? Is it That's sepia, the... like Bob's dreams? Um, you are a gnome, and you have low-light vision, which lets you yeah. see a little bit better than your average person. So you can kind of see these, the, you know... You yeah, can that's why I noticed that I've got that ability. So uh, the sh- it's all on my shoulders, really. <laughs> Tiny, short shoulders. You're, you're like three feet tall, by the way. Yeah, the so character we... I'm playing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because a lot of these people have never been exposed to me, and I don't want you putting they that They saw out. you walk in. They think I'm Danny DeVito right now. <laughs> Do they think you're, like, way much, way closer? <laughs> Do you look normal-sized like Gandalf? <laughs> That's a perspective joke. Thank you. And sorry to ask this again, but as you know, I'm sometimes drunk when we're playing. I, I got my, I got, we, we got our spells kind of reset a little bit. Yeah, you, you guys regained all your health and your spells came back. Um, I don't know if it was your chains dissolving or the dark sun shining, but uh, one of the two did it. You know what it is. I don't recall. I explicitly said one of those two, and I, I currently oh, don't okay. remember. Spencer, what's Coco's status? Is she fighting her own you, shadow? You're, you have Shadow Coco, but there isn't uh, like a Shadow Coco doppelganger facing her down. So okay, I guess you but guys Shadow Coco's good, or she's suddenly like, oh shit! She hasn't turned are... on you yet. I mean, who knows, man? Okay. <laughs> so what do we do? We got initiative, or what? Who's who's going first? Uh, Moran went first. I like to just go in towards me order. So I'm gonna go, go to you next. All right. I got this level three spell called Suggestion. Yeah. And uh, I'd like. Uh, is that the kind of spell I could use to maybe turn these guys against each other? Uh, a suggestion. Suggestion spell would um, it would make him kind of regard you better or like take a uh, take an action maybe, but it won't let him turn on his friends or like do something. But charm suicidal. person would do that maybe, right? Maybe, but these aren't people; they're monsters. You're, so is your mama. That's true. <laughs> really good. Show. She's a monster. <laughs> and listen to the podcast. <laughs> Does she really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she a monster? No, no, no. No, Does she listen to the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Spencer's mom. She's lovely. You monster. (laughs) Whoop, (laughs) whoop. 
<laughs> She'll hear it. It'll be great. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah. It's, it's still your turn. I don't think you cast anything, right? Uh, all right, fuck it. Then, uh, uh, speaking of your mama, I would like to cast Summon Monster 3. <laughs> Your mom's a level three monster. Uh, one monster did you want to summon there? Uh, how about that? How about that classic? Uh, isn't there, isn't there uh, uh, some kind of orangutan or something? Or how about how about my my scorpions, uh, Keith and David? All right, yeah. I'll start with Keith. <laughs> well, okay. So you, since you're casting summon level three, you can actually cast two scorpions since they're oh, lower okay. level. Oh, okay. Keith and David. Yeah. Bring yeah. them from there. Keith and David launch into being and clack slowly towards the foes. Um, they attack uh, Chris DeBerg as well as... Uh, what? Oh. Shadow Chris oh, DeBerg. Please, please say that. I, I, going forward, I will. As well as Shadow Sharpie. Keith makes his mark, but David is not so lucky. Keith deals... Four damage to Shadow Christopher. Lame. Yep. (laughs) At the same time, Shadow Quark leaps across the battlefield and launches himself directly at... No, I'm sorry. Shadow Sharpie. Ah, ah. Go ahead. Shadow Sharpie. Do you want to talk about something tonight? You you, you, you came My mom's a racist, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Your mom's going to love this episode. I know. (laughs) Is she really... I mean, we all are a little bit, but is your mom more than that? Like, a little bit more than that. Like, okay, tell us about this. She's like, I'm not racist against Mexicans, I just don't like that they all tag our city. (laughs) That's more than a little racist than average. Oh, my baseline might be off. (laughs) Yeah, your baseline is off. Has your mom never met any non-tagging Mexicans? You'd think she would come across some at some point. I don't know. I don't know. There's some maracas. They're not racist. Yeah. He said something very racist. I, I love you, mom. Oddly enough, she loves Banksy. Yeah. Well, because that's a nice white boy that's doing That's cultured, it. yeah. Yeah, that's an English chap. So you got yeah. a little spat with her because you probably said, well, that's not a, that's not a logical statement, and then you guys got in a classic generational little, little, little tete-a-tete. Yeah, well, in my family, we have this thing where, like, I colloquially use racism as, like, you know, being conscious of, ra- of race in a kind of denigrating fashion, but the textbook definition of racism is, like, actually finding people of less value. So according to my family, it's fine if you're like, yeah, all Armenians are trying to get your money because that's not necessarily a terrible thing. It's just like a generalization. Right. And you don't see it as racist because it's just like a racial thing. Yeah, yeah. Since you've moved out a couple of weeks ago, have you have you hung out with your family? Uh, I mean, my mom's birthday was not too long ago. No, it wasn't that. It was Mother's Day, huh? Whatever. Some sort of <laughs> mother-centered... I Some see. reason I had to go over there. I don't know. I really uh, remember harvest of the uterus. Uh, there was uh, pizza. Oh, it's my, I love when people say really racist stuff, but have I was looking for this house, uh, uh, this place, and uh, the guy who's like run the landlord guy was like, you know, and it's great and everything's great, and he's like, you know, I love everyone. Every, you know, uh, all kinds of people live here. I'm not racist, Ex- you know, except I don't rent to any Koreans because you know everyone hates Koreans. And we were like. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Who are you hanging out with? I, uh, 
I knew a landlord that would use the term, uh, he kept saying that he didn't like the Mediterraneans. <laughs> I had no idea who the Mediterraneans oh, were. That's, that's really, a, that's those a, mer people. <laughs> yeah. That's nice, I like that. That's, that's gotta be a hard, like, needle to thread in the, like, the grocery store, like, like, like at, a, at, a, at a glance, you know? Like, who's, uh, well, I really wanted the place, so I jumped in. Yeah, those Mediterraneans. <laughs> well, who am I slamming right now? I have no idea. The Greeks, the, there's a lot of, the Mediterranean, all right. Generally swarthy people, I think, your mom, is what she's trying to put in that box. Spencer, can I listen to the show with your mom? Uh, I would recommend it. This would be a good one. Wait, listen to this part. I got about to talk about your uterus. I got my, my mom first, doesn't uh, have a uterus. My first two-bedroom apartment I got in in, in Las Vegas. The uh, the neighbor came over and uh, there was a sign in the in the driveway, like a construction sign, that he said, I, "I you have to move that every time you pull into park and then move it back after after you pull your car in." I I put it there because you know the, the ethnics they pull into the driveway and they and they honk to each other and uh, it's. I'm like, 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 that, like, he, it's one thing to just, to just, to just have a racist thing in your head, but, but like, he, he picked something up and moved it because, because he had come to find something that was true that when he said it out loud, like, made as much sense as a Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Like, like, the ethnics pull in and honk at the other ethnics. These are not stereotypes. You're making it up. Uh, You're making up new stereotypes. You know how Russians hate elevators? What? No. <laughs> Black people have huge knees and they love carrots. They want. They just. There's a. Uh, uh, I'm friends with Jay Chandrasekhar, who who's in Broken Lizard, directed Super Troopers and all of those, and he's in those movies. Right after like the terrorist stuff, he was walking outside of a. He like walked out of a convenience store, and this group of like three guys were like shaved heads. He was like, "Oh fuck!" And they were like, "You, hey, you fucking towel head, we're gonna shoot you, you fucking towel!" Like yelling stuff at him, and then one guy walked up and was like. Super Troopers? <laughs> and then they were like, we love you! And they got pictures with them. So well, if you're famous enough, they I, won't be racist to you. Well, here's the equivalent. For, for, uh, you know, for years, like, I wouldn't even go to a bar or stuff because it'd just be like all these knucklehead jocks, like, you know, putting, you know, me in headlocks, going, police academy, bro, I can't believe it. You know, and it sounds like a weird thing to complain about to 25-year-olds, but it, it's a real thing in my life. So I was in a bar, and I'm walking, and I see the dudes, he's, they're coming, right? And they, it's going to happen. I can smell, I know, I know them now so well. And they're heading towards me. And they go, Bobcat. I go, hi, hi. They go, nobody makes dark comedies like you, bro. Oh. And I go, what was the fucking point? Why did I change careers? It doesn't matter. I should have done Dancing with the Stars. It really doesn't matter. Warren's greatest dad was the bomb. Yeah, I was like, oh, it really doesn't matter. broken glasses in the library at the Twilight Zone. I think it's your turn, right? I was still going. Yeah. yeah. Launching himself directly at Sharpie. Shadow Sharpie's arms are wreathed in electrical crackling energy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe I can learn some moves from this guy. Yeah, I can get songwriting tips from my guy. Yeah. I can feel the hair. He knows it. It just looks like I'm a cokehead because I just I can't. I you, don't you should trim I'm those. Sorry, it's fine. It's fine. My dad and my grandfather have like a lot of hair in their ears and I would always like make fun of them and it's fucking happening, you guys. 
Yeah. It's, it's associated nightmare. with math teachers. It was always a math teacher thing. Just hair. <laughs> That's another stereotype. Yeah, fuck those guys with Mediterranean math teachers. How oh, they love to honk. <laughs> those dirty honking Mediterranean math teachers. <laughs> two plus two That's is so aonga bonga. I don't know what a Mediterranean says. I love olives. Cocoa butter. <laughs> I'm, I'll have Give me more cocoa butter. <laughs> so hot down here. Uh, so he attacked. And he misses. He flies directly and lands belly first in the dirt. Nice. Uh, putting it at Quark's turn, who's All played right. by you. All right. So um, I want to cast a spell. Uh, a spell. I think it's a, a, it's a, it's a one. And it's the dancing lights. Yeah. So dancing lights conjures several dancing lights. I knew that. And, and so if you do that, you know, you'll be able to control them and make them kind of move around and dance. Really, I'm trying to choose confuse what color and they make are. the. Uh, are you trying to start a party? I want, the, I want the shadows to disappear with the lights. All right. I like that. That's, All right. That's not bad. No, it's great. I like Summoning that. forth several tiny bursts of light. You Can notice. I think Dancing Queen while this happens? <laughs> I'd recommend it. They're going to be distracted. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. I'll sing Dancing Queen just to distract you. You notice your lights are uh, rather Dancing supernaturally Queen. dim. They don't even seem to be lighting up much at all. It's as if the shadow plane dampens lights. Uh, now we both well, that's look a drag. Like yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> at the same time, Shadow Quark launches himself at real-time Christaberg, swinging his blade wickedly. Oh, wow. Striking Christaberg squarely in his jaw. It's a bad place to strike squarely. <laughs> Dealing seven damage. Whatever, well, yeah, you decided that. The die didn't say jaw on it. I have a dice that says John. on it. Do you really? No. Okay. <laughs> wow, you sold the shit out of that. He, he should have held up his fist when he said that. <laughs> I got a choice that's a jaw on it with your name on it. Right. It's got two sides, your face and it. it. It's your ass. <laughs> All right, so that happens. Uh, putting it at Christaberg's turn. All right, well, I don't really have... Oh, I have a poison dagger. True. I tie a rope to it. God damn it. I can throw a dagger, right? You can throw a dagger. Yeah, so I tie it to a rope, <laughs> and I throw it at, uh, uh, which one's closest to me? Which one's the biggest target? Uh, the closest is Shadow Sharpie right now. All right, I go, can I just stab Shadow Sharpie with it? Please. Am I close enough to stab? Uh, you could, yeah. Yeah, let's just do that. All right. <laughs> I still tie the rope just because I like that. <laughs> All right. You stab Shadow Sharpie in the gut with your dagger. Uh, the poison soaks into his body, and uh, he takes six damage. All right. He doesn't seem to be affected by the poison, which is weird. It happens. What about the rope? Uh, the rope is still attached to the knife, I imagine. He doesn't seem to be affected by the rope. 
Is that so you can pull your dagger back? Yeah, so I can throw it, it and yeah. then pull it back. Why I mean, it's not a string. I you should have used tying a rope that would be like thicker than a knife, like tying it to a... You should have used bungee. Uh, it's like Scorpion. Do you know Mortal Kombat? Get over here. I'm trying to do that move. Right. Shadow Christopher hides among the shadows. You should have oh, tied it to a boomerang. <laughs> do we, I don't have a boomerang. A boomerang will come back anyway. Yeah, but you tie a knife to a boomerang. That will, oh, that will, knife to, that will fuck a bitch up. A knife-a-rang. A knife-a-rang. We gotta patent this. Putting it in. Uh, Mulrain's turn. Uh, what is Shadow Coco's relationship with Shadow Mulrain? That would not be something you could divine in a glance or two. Interesting. Uh, Coco. Okay. I feel like you're jealous of Shadow Mulray. <laughs> and like a very... Uh, uh, I mean, she looks thinner. She's so dark. Yeah. That's very... <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Coco. Shadow Coco. Will you approach Mulrain and try to get Shadow Mulrain and get her to, uh, to mount you? Yes. Shadow Coco doesn't talk. Well, does, does she do it? She's slowly. Are you writing her? Yeah. What are you hoping I'm to not, accomplish? I have a plan, you guys. Well, are you writing her? Am I writing her? No, I am not okay, writing so, her. Yeah, she walks off a whiff. Okay. Well, can I tell her my entire plan then? No, nah, she's already doing it. You could call it out to her. Should well, we give then up? Ever, then the shadows will hear. All right. Fine. <laughs> well, I, I I'm able to control my voice in a way where she hears me and the, and the shadows don't hear me. A soliloquy. Coco! Coco, this is my idea. <laughs> You're going to approach Shadow Mulrain and do that thing with your back that makes us want to mount you. <laughs> and are we near any cliffs? No, no, you're in the middle of a giant arena type thing. Oh, an arena. But there, there are walls to the They're arena. giant walls are really far off, though. Okay, well, no, that's fine, because Coco's fast. Yeah. Coco, you're going to get Shadow Mulrain to mount you, and then I know how we always talk about physics when we're writing. You're going to run as fast as you can towards one of the walls and stop just short of the wall, and then Shadow, Shadow Mulrain will <laughs> fly into the wall and, and surely die one. 100%. Yeah, do you, do you have... Surely. Do you have that die, Spencer? <laughs> That's just a coin flip for that. Anyway, yeah, so she hears your plan, presumably, and is trotting off, um, you know, and then kind of looks at, at Shadow Mulrain. I mean, horses can't really communicate very well, especially when they... But, yeah, well, you have, you have not looked in the face of a horse, my friend. <laughs> this, this doesn't really have, like, a countenance. It's, like, just dull black. But it's shadow to shadow. It, that's true. That's well, true. Why doesn't it make uh, do the thing with the bag that makes them us want to mount them? <laughs> you could consider... Direct quote. <laughs> All right, well, uh, as, you know, Shadow Coco approaches, Mulrain kind of gets jumpy, Shadow Mulrain, and fires off three arrows at Shadow Oh, no. <laughs> Things happen, you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> See, all the, all the ladies in the audience are like, God, the horse. <laughs> Dealing 20 damage. Oh, my no. God. Oh, Shadow Coco. Uh, can't we just turn on a light? 
Does anyone have a light? That's yeah, what, that's what Disco Boy tried to do. That's what I tried and to do. We've all tried that. Everyone tries with the light, and it's just the light doesn't work here. It's not. I mean, Jesus Christ, if a, a book of matches would make you a god here, I mean, it's not. It's not, it's, it's, it's not like it's not like having a bucket of water in Witch World. Shadow Cove stumbles, is injured. Oh. <laughs> Duh. Putting it at Sharpie's turn. You know that old saying. Yeah. Well, did, didn't the water melt a witch? Yeah. Yes, the water melted a witch baby. <laughs> <laughs> don't like being patronized. Yeah. Did, did baby make that better or worse? <laughs> the, 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 it worked the, for me. You would have yeah. me right around my finger. I'd be all right. <laughs> she called me baby. <laughs> you like me. I have these fat baby fingers and I have hair coming out That's of my That's all nose. you thought. Oh, went no. right back to your fingers. Yeah. She says, she calls me baby because my fingers Because when I like, touch her, she thinks there's a baby molesting me. There's a, a baby. You're being fondled by a baby yeah. with a beard. I love, I love a baby with a beard. I always pictured I always pictured my hands as like Hugh Laurie's hands. I thought the funniest thing that you said about your fingers today was that you're like, yeah, like I never seen my hands before because you know when you're standing in the mirror you don't look at your hands and I was just like, what? I was like, I know exactly what my hands look like. It's literally a saying that goes, I know it as well as the back of my hands. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, but it's not the tips. But the tips of my hand. It's flattering because it means that you're not vain at all, which is Have the reason ever... why I was worried about the nose hairs. Because I, I love you. I don't care what you what you look like ever. But like <laughs> the idea, but the nose hair thing. The second I saw one, I was like, well, that's it. There's just gonna there's gonna be a waterfall of hair. On your nose. Did you it's ever so... uh, think that that's where he gets his power? <laughs> like if you pull those nose hairs too. out and you'd be like, he's a, a, a nasal Samson. Yeah, to bring it all together, I. I once saw a baby with nose hair. Did you? Really? Whoa. Yeah. Have you ever shook Not a, a little person's look. hand? You must have been in the Mediterranean. Have you ever shook a... <laughs> yeah, with their nose hair babies. Have you ever shook a little person's hand and their fingers are like cocktail wieners? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're really stubby. Yeah, they're soft. And, but like, and I'm like trying to be cool, but I'm like, your fingers are like cocktail wieners. <laughs> I thought of that when I met Billy Barty once. Okay, enough with the name dropping. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to drop that name too far. <laughs> I actually, Billy Barty asked me to go be in his pro am golf tournament, and I wrote a letter back saying, "Is it mini golf?" That's what I said. I said, "I'm not trying to be cruel here, but are we talking miniature golf or regular golf?" And I never heard back from him. <laughs> Because he's, oh, he's, like, he's like, dear, dear Mr. Goldswain, you were trying to be called. You know what? I'm not sending this letter. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's funny is he got that response from every single person. Yeah. Well, okay. Back at my brother's funeral, and I'll be, uh, I'll be off of it. I just wanted to bring everyone up again. One of his pallbearers was a little person, and nobody gave us a heads up. So I looked out, and there's... I go, That's not I go, cool. It's 100% true. And I go to my dad, I go, it looks like little Ricky's riding a subway. Because he was hanging on the... <laughs> and then my daughter, my daughter goes, he just got air. Because <laughs> <laughs> the alternative is like holding the, the coffin really low. Or, or riding it. <laughs> 
that's how my brother would have liked it. Like on a shopping cart, there's a little chair. He's riding it with with some sort of rifle with a scope. That's how my brother would appreciate it. If you were a little person and you're listening to the podcast and you'd like to come down to Harmontown, I'll fly you out and and, and buy you you drinks for the last five minutes. (laughs) You don't have that kind of money, do you? Your target target audience is little people. You could, are you saying because you can put two of them in a seat? Yeah, I, know, I genuinely feel bad. I feel like there's got to be one. There, there, there are a lot of wonderful little people in Los Angeles. I know some little people. I do too, but I don't feel yeah. like... It's such a weird thing to say. It's, little, getting, it's so yeah. weird that little people is the politically correct thing to say because it feels so demeaning. That seems even um, bad. I don't, I mean, I honestly... Let's my just brother, call them Dinklages. <laughs> wait, my brother wait, is wait, a little I, person. Can I just say this? He's not, but good, what if he was? A good, a good fourth of this show is dedicated to you guys playing dwarfs and uh, your goblins and, and little people. So I think you're, you're down with the little people. Yeah, when, when they have not powers. They're one, of the, they're one of the last... Nice play on words, by the way. Overweight people and, and little people. Well, where was it? Down with little people. Oh, sorry. But those seem to be the... Never mind, we'll move on. I'm not, I'm not against them. I love their little, little faces. I want to squeeze them. None of this is helping. Uh, I love the rub to their little heads. I once had to hire one to play a pig when I was shooting this thing called... None of this is helping. I was doing this thing called Houdini the Pig, where I had an escape uh, artist Dan, are you going to fly five of them down now? <laughs> All right, we can keep going. Oh, man. Does anyone know about the little person uh, neighborhood in San Diego? Yeah. 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 That's a thing. There's like a there's a street that was made like made by Disney or Theater Geisel or I think it's Theater Geisel. Really? Um, yeah. Why where they do that? What if you just well, stumbled into the, that area and you didn't know? Well, you you feel delighted and joyful. I so like all the the houses are custom made for yeah, little people, so like here? the doors are smaller. <laughs> So he, so he was like pro Starbelly Sneeches, not mixing with the other Starbelly Sneeches. Well, I don't think it was like a ghetto. It was like it, it was like a. There wasn't nice, a wall around it. Uh, no one was on. sent there. They had a two and a half foot wall. <laughs> they're just, they're just, they're just keeping their money little. They're doing what the Irish, you know, and the Italians did. Well, we really helped this. A hundred percent, guys. Let's uh, let's cut this conversation short and move on. Can I just say this? They were fine with all the uh, bad, negative things we were saying about little people, but it was a pun that yeah. broke the crowd. Well, yeah, that's that's what pun. kills it. So that, that, I did it to kill it, and now we move on. They're fine with a, a form of racism, but a pun, ow, oh, that hurt my brain. Because puns are really the hardest. Puns hold up a mirror. They're the hardest jokes to write, but they're the most loathed. Yeah. Are they really the hardest to write, though? Really? I find them hard. Yeah, I mean, I guess good one. I don't know. I I, I, I see why they're low humor because they're like, well, they don't elicit any joy. They don't. They, they just make you go, uh, uh, you connected a dot. Like, uh, I see, I see maybe what they're you not did the hardest there. ones yeah. to write, but they're the hardest ones to do right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right. Yeah. So. 
There was a what's filibuster. Going on with the game? Putting Make in that Sharpie's turn. <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to uh, 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 take a page from my shadow self's playbook, and I'm, I'm and, and cast. Is he still laying there? He's still laying. I'm going to hit him with the shocking grasp. <laughs> All right. You find him much easier to hit lying on the ground. <laughs> That's what I said in college. <laughs> Electricity surges through your arm and flows into the uh, lying on the ground wizard. It's my, it's my comedy. 20 damage. Shucking back! Sharpie leaps to his feet and taking a step back, waves his arm. Uh, waves his, just the one arm, I guess, yeah. Casting a fireball spell. It flies into the middle of your group and uh, hits friend and foe alike. This is the Shadow Sharpie. Though. Yeah, Shadow Sharpie. <laughs> it's a good move, Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> you still have respect for the Shadow guys? <laughs> That's good stuff. That's, uh, <laughs> everybody but Shadow Christopher gets hit for damage. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you got hit too. No. Yes. Oh, Shadow yeah. Christopher. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Fuck yeah. I love to get hit. Yeah. Hurt me good. <laughs> okay. Um, real Quark takes 20 damage. Oh! Real Sharpie takes 14 damage. Uh, I gotta write this down. 20. Uh, 14. 17. 20. Okay. <laughs> That's not helping. You, you, we you, can you, all you. say that, right? Yeah. Real Mulrain takes 13 damage. And real... Did I say real Quark yet? No, real Christoberg takes some damage as well. How much? 15. One five? Yeah. So we all got kind of fucked up. But at the same time, um, re- our Shadow Quark also takes... Oh, that's not bad. 22 damage. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, he's almost dead, guys. Cool. You guys are almost winning a fight. This is awesome. <laughs> Can we just bring up earlier fights we've had with them? Make them feel bad? <laughs> I guess. That could happen. Putting it at Quark's turn. All right. So, um, so Shadow, I'm going to attack Shadow Quark. Because <laughs> uh, I can move really fast. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to hit him with my uh, nutsack. <laughs> you aren't as proficient with your nutsack as you are a sword. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you could do either. Well, maybe, yeah. Could I hit him with my six knives? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm gonna hit him with. Does it really say nutsack? Yeah, I have possession? a nutsack. Yeah, it's it's he uses it to, to bribe squirrels that he summons. <laughs> I was shocked wow. never brought that up. So it really is a He's sack full of nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't I thought I was gonna teabag my uh <laughs> No, you have to wait till they're dead. Oh. Otherwise, they just attack when they're, when, when they're down. Is there a water back in the in the green room there or something? I'm sitting next to this bucket of vodka, and I, so my first day of sobriety is not going. Yeah, uh, the, the vodka's get, in there. Getting my ass kicked by shadows. And... Uh, <laughs> Hello, Dan. I understand you. I'm your friend. <laughs> I'm your friend. I care, Dan. I'm assuming you're attacking with a knife. Yeah, I'm a six knife. I oh, thought thank you that so was much. I'm getting super stabby up here. 
getting super stabby indeed. Although just a bit stabby, rather. You stab Shadow Quark with your knife, dealing four damage. I'm sorry, six damage. Great. I did math wrong. It happens. How much, how many, how much damage do we have to do to kill these guys? Uh, you know, a couple more. Some damage. Mm. He makes it up as he goes along. Am I, am it, I wearing... 16, the, technically. Am I wearing the cloak of resistance this entire time? You are indeed. It gives you a plus one to all saves. Shadow Quark, um, not using his knife, instead opting for his flaming sword, attacks real Quark, um, striking his flank. His flank. Dealing eight damage. Everyone's getting destroyed right now. This is awesome. Um, Putting it at Christopher's turn. All right, well, I take... I have a bola that's... Those, that's like a cat of nine tails kind of thing. It's like uh, it's it's two weights tied together by a cord. Oh, so it doesn't hurt. It just kept it'll it, do a bit of damage. It'll oh, trip it, people up, knock people down. I think you forgot my scorpions a couple. It, of it, oh, it, it gives it the uh, tumbawamba effect. Nice. <laughs> it's the tumbawamba effect. So it'll I'm, pick people up and knock them down. <laughs> and you get up again. But they but they'll get up again. That's the problem. It's kind of useless. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in middle school, I went to go buy the Temple One CD, um, but the cover of it was so scary to me because it was like a weird baby, and I was I was about to buy it, and then I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't buy this devil CD, and left it at the thing. Not a not a good story. Let's move on. Well, you dodged a bullet. Yeah, because it's not. Uh, I wonder what the other songs on that CD were. <laughs> no it's one all, knows. It's all that song over and over. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, I, I think that band was kind of like some kind of like hard because they were they were like they were not the kind of band that you'd expect. Like that was like the they, yeah. weird random yeah. thing they did. They wanted to be the Sex Pistols. Yeah, they were very political. Were they really? Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was what hit. You know, that sucks. <laughs> it's like being a big Who fan, and then uh, Squeezebox gets played on the radio, yeah. and you have to explain to your friends they don't suck. <laughs> um, is it what did the scorpions do oh they're gonna go after you um, so if I can use the bolas and get one of them on the ground then uh, sharpie could electrocute them right yep Sharpie, what do you think of that plan? Can I use shopping cash? Can, can I use shopping grasp again? Yeah, yeah, that's a level one spell. You got quite a few of those to my, as far as I know. And he got someone. Someone's babysitter's calling. I'm going. Where? where what happened to you? Um, um, uh, uh, you owe me six hundred dollars, and I and I I, I, I I put your baby in the oven. Um, <laughs> Because I was 13 when I got the job, and now I'm experimenting with acid. <laughs> I'm saying the show's going long. Um, that was a really fully fleshed out person on the other end of that call. They had a whole arm. had a lot of backstory. I'm going to make a request to the Tumblr community to unpack that with, uh, with pictures. Um, so I, I do the bola. And I uh, g- uh, get one of them down. Which one? Which one? Uh, let's do one that has good health. Good health. That would be Mole Rain or you can't see your doppelganger. So probably Mole Rain or Sharpie. Let's do, let's do Sharpie. All right. Because he fucked us with those fireball things. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Yeah, you hit him. Okay, um, it, it strikes his his legs and it wraps around his legs and with a start he falls over, kind of like a, a felled tree. 
striking the ground with great vigor and aplomb. Great. So next, <laughs> Sharpie, next time you can just go over and Keith, electrocute. Yeah. Keith and David, the scorpions, wheel around and pull up on, sh- on Quark, Shadow Quark, rather, pull and strike up. his surface. It sounded a lot more feasible in my headspace. For the purist, I already rolled the attacks earlier. I'm not just bullshitting this. Dealing two and five damage to Quark. Oh, man. Why always me? Oh, Shadow Quark. Sorry. Sorry. This is very confusing. I need to get a diagram. Man, these scorpions suck as much as the band. Some monsters aren't that great, yeah. But it happens. You want to? Do you want another turn, or should we cut it soon? Um, I, well, I, I, I'd like to go. I bet. <laughs> like leave or do a turn? A turn no, do a home? turn. I'd like to have a turn. All right. You want to shoot? You have, you have to shoot some deer. Got <laughs> <laughs> to blast them. <laughs> Is there Man, a toilet really nearby? Murdered some deer. <laughs> Don't go in there for twenty minutes. <laughs> Seriously, I shot a bear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I gotta go so bad right now, I'm I'm falling. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna look at you guys. Um, May I I, uh, summon the great and powerful marbles, the monkey? Yes. You should have said no. (laughs) 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 Shadows attack! (laughs) (laughs) He'll know what I mean. (laughs) Who are who are you attacking? We murder the monkey. Yeah, who are you attacking at? Um, Marbles is going to attack all the shadows. And can I give him some tools? Nah. <laughs> give, him a, okay. give him a little outfit and a tricycle. <laughs> and a mouth gag. Hey, man, that's not cool to monkeys. Just the, just the one target. All right. Um, uh, who has the most... Uh, Maybe the one down on the ground is would be... I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, I did something, I don't feel like... <laughs> I, I send marbles towards... Who's the one down on the ground? Well, Sharpie's Sh- down, but Quark is almost dead. Yeah. Shar- Shadow Sharpie's on the ground. Quark is on the ropes. All right. Well, I guess Shadow I Quark. could do that. I just I really believe in marbles. I think that he could do a lot of damage to someone who had a lot to lose. Sure, man. Monkeys will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for a strong one. Okay, who's the strongest right now? Mulrain. That's debatable. Probably Mulrain has the most health. <laughs> I don't know why I'm flattered. I mean, it's not me. It's Shadow Mulrain. Um, uh, Even Mulrain is not you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I, I, uh... <laughs> Attack Shadow! That happens, yeah. Um, Bubbles leaps atop Shadow. Marbles! Bubbles. Bubbles is Michael Jackson's monkey. I'm an old man now. No, 
bubbles are useless. Marbles hit things. Was there another get summon everywhere. marbles? Summon monsters? Bubbles I'm done talking. Bubbles is Michael Jackson's. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no. What if that ended the show? Do you see how quickly they applauded? Oh, good. Yeah, they're, they're like... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he strikes He strikes uh, Shadow Moraine, dealing four damage. Oh. Just the four. It's a small monkey. I have giant scorpions, and they do like two points of damage. I mean, what do you want? These things happen. It's fine. It has no tools to fight with. Like, you could you could kill a monkey very I don't, easily. I don't oh. understand why I can't give Marbles tools. He has hands. He's eager. He's got a great spirit and a great backstory. He's in it for himself. He's like, he, he just appeared here. He's going to uh, rip some hair out. He's not looking to apply uh, technology to situations. Right, but how do you... So, so you... So we don't have... I, I, he, has a he has a t-shirt that says that. Maybe, 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 if we, maybe if I summon a monolith, like, marbles will touch it and 3,000 years from now... Jump, like, jump around. Spencer, Spencer, I... Look, I have a connection to him. Also, I have you high nature... Yes, I do! Yes, I, you can't tell me what I have a connection with and what I don't. I am quite literally, quite but figuratively I have a, God of this realm. Great, great work, everyone. Um, but he, but I have handle animal and and knowledge of nature. All of these are true. All right. You got it to do something. Without that, it, w- it would not even have been for them. It might not have not even known how to use a, a wrench or whatever. All right. You know, it might have failed harder. It could get. You could. It could. It could. Like if it was fighting termites, it could. It, and you gave it a stick. Yeah. Like, it I mean, could. It could possibly fair. like. Use the stick to gather the termites. God yeah. damn it! What, uh, all right. Monkeys rip people's faces off. Yeah. This is a very little monkey. This is like a. This is like a foot. Like a coochin. Oh, have you seen Jumanji? <laughs> That's True. not a good conversation starter. <laughs> I'm saying it angry. Yeah. You're on a first date. Have you seen Jumanji? Uh, hi, my name is Troy. Hi, I'm Aaron. Have you seen Jumanji? <laughs> a terrible icebreaker. Do you even know? Your car crushed by a monkey. <laughs> they'll ruin your dishes and they'll look like they're having a great time. <laughs> Robin Williams. Yeah, yes, yes, that is. I can, I can connect dots. He was in Did you like that, on? All right, yeah. well, we should, I, 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 don't, I guess we're not going to I don't want to play Dungeons and Dragons anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you wanted to play when you sat down. <laughs> You, you did look a little grumpy. It's, 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 we gotta, we gotta. I mean, are you at the end of your end of your role? No, I just thought that'd be a funny way to end the segment. It was. It, it was. Right. It was funny. It was thanks. funny. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh... We've long since given up trying to find uh, awesome endings to the show. That, 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 uh, uh, the end of Dungeons and Dragons is good enough. I do want to have a, a, a special thanks for uh, our, our guest controller, Bobcat Goldthwait. Thank you. I'm the Bobcat. And you just got scratched. 
and thanks to all the people that we usually thank. If you want the full list of credits, listen to another episode of the podcast because Jeff usually has the whole list. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> uh, and, we would uh, like to thank Baby Jesus. <laughs> thank you for the, the Mars Candy Corporation. Uh, <laughs> doing Jesus. great work. Zach in the booth. Dustin is usually here, but who's who's been replaced with a Zoom recorder this week, uh, which, you know, if, if, if the show turned out fine, he's in the crosshairs. Uh, <laughs> There's 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 Danielle, there's uh, Mo, there's uh, there's 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 other people running around uh, doing all kinds of important things, uh, and just thank you to Meltdown for letting us be here every week, and uh, thank you for your patience, uh, and I'll see, we'll see you next Sunday night. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> that seems sincere. Thank you, Spencer.